Eleven o'clock comics, episode two hundred and forty-five. The Christmas episode. Merry New Year. Belly, 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 Feeling Irie. Oh boy. Uh, dude, no Christmas break is complete without watching Cannibal Run. I can see that. I watched uh, It's a Wonderful Life, which I love, and uh, Die Hard. Both also excellent holiday movies. My favorite Christmas We actually, I could not believe this, but when we finished it, I did not know she never watched the Return of the King. So we watched the trilogy over the weekend. Wow. And she watched the third movie for the first time Monday night because we we have the um, the, the extended Blu-ray, so it's two discs for each movie. And normally, we, we would take a break and take the first disc and we do something else, but we watched the first disc of the third movie and I thought we were kind of done for the evening because it was like, you know, nine o'clock or so. I thought, you know, she was ready to pack it in but she's like so when's that next disc going in so we we wrapped it up and it really and then last night they um they were showing um Raiders of the Lost Ark and and I, I called her into the room and I'm like look it's Gimli and and she just uh-huh. it so <laughs> it really is of all the characters to be the damn dwarf they picked like the tallest dude in the Dr. Jones movies but it's, it's Dr. Great. Jones but it's it true. works it really, you. have you guys seen have you guys seen The Hobbit yet no, no I'm a little apprehensive yeah, I'm just because of the whole turn it into three movies and stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm finding myself not uh, like, like really drawn to it like I would have otherwise been. Why yeah. did, did you see it? No, I, I've decided that I just don't. I, I either don't like going to the movies or I just don't like it enough to make it a priority. I still haven't seen Skyfall. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with. I her. did see that. That was awesome. Yeah, I've, I've, I've heard it's great. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen. I haven't seen the Hobbit. I haven't. I haven't seen. I haven't seen that. I think the last movie I went to see was the Avengers. There you go. Huh. Uh, everyone I've talked to about The Hobbit that have mm-hmm. seen it said don't... Um, they were apprehensive as well, but they said do not let your fears keep you away because it's a really good movie. I believe I'm like, it. I'm like, okay, we'll see. Yeah. I've heard yeah. there's an action fest, so it keeps yeah. moving and right. all that stuff, so... I just hope he doesn't spend way too much time on the, on the, uh, the party because some of those guys don't really need to know too much about this. Yeah, <laughs> Got to fill up nine and a half hours some way. <laughs> That's only for the regular editions. Yeah, the the extended that. Blu-rays are going to be like 12 hours. Yay. True that. Yeah, he's going to find a way to, to get what Beetle the Bard in there or whatever his name was. This is the part that showcases the mating habits of the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> in exacting detail. Hey, everybody. I think that's hey. enough, right? <laughs> it's 11 o'clock. Comics 245. I am Vince B. Ho, ho, ho. You are Vince B, and I'm uh, I'm your little elf, Chris Neesmith. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, uh-huh. yes, yes. And, uh, here is, he's an angry elf. Here, yeah, he's a South Pole elf. I'm yes. pissed off. I'm the yeah. pissed off angry elf. Look at you. Yeah, damn. <laughs> and that, yes, he is He is the angry little elf. I am David Price. Yeah, you are. And, of course, I am Peter Parker. Oh, boy. Oh. Yeah. Are you? 
Yay! Yeah. No, you're not Peter Parker. You're Jason. I had that spoiled for me on fucking sports radio today. That's Dude. insane. Are you kidding me, Lawrence Holmes? Yeah, but uh-huh. is that, was it that big of a deal? I mean, really? Yeah. No, I, I didn't care. Right. Honestly, no, you're not. And he even said spoilers. I'm like, yes, Lawrence, you spoiled it, asshole. Peter, <laughs> Peter Parker, you are Jason Wood in the house, and you don't have to be an angry elf either, because you can get your books really cheap, way below retail. Where can they get them real cheap? DCB Service. DCB Yes, Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com, where you can get your favorite funny books and collectibles at huge, massive, galactic-sized discounts. For example, yeah, boy. you could, I don't know if the, the list is still up, but probably still is, because it's not the end of the month. So yeah, you still have some time to get in on these discounts. G.I. Joe number one, rebooting it again from IDW, but good re- for a good, very good reason, because Fred right. Van Lenty's in on it now. Oh. FBL, baby, baby. Oh, That's guys, right. I'm, I'm into Archer and Armstrong, by the way. Y'all are nice. Right. Of course you are. Done. It's really nice, good. Dude. Really good. Uh, drawn by Steve Kurth and our buddy Wando does the covers. Uh, $1.99 will get it dropped into your box where you would have paid $3.99 in a regular old brick and mortar comic store. Ain't gonna happen. The Jack Kirby Omnibus Volume 2 from DC, cover price $39.99. You can take it home for half that. 1999. It's all chock full of Kirby goodness. Uh, Black Magic, 1 to 9, the Kirby sections, the whole run of Sandman, which to my knowledge has not been reprinted to date. And the Superpower stuff, both volumes, that's 11 issues right there. You get Cobra. It's just going to be a magic volume and huge, so you got to get it. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, far from not least, it's Matt Kent. And Mind Management, coming out of Dark Horse, it's the hardcover collection of the first six issues. Cover price is $20, your price nine ninety nine. Oh, my God. Nice. Don't even hesitate. It might go. DCBService.com. I got, I got a reason to order from DCBS or from InStock Trades. You got a reason? I got a reason that I just want to pass along to people. And, and okay. it's, it's it's relevant to a discussion that had been going on in the forum. Um and it gives me a chance to pimp something else that we all love. Um, I, like many other people, ordered the Fear Agent uh, Omnibus, mm-hmm. and it is amazing. It's huge. Oh, it it's 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 so much content. So much freaking awesome. But I ordered mine from Amazon, and when you know, I, I spread it around, I'll order from Amazon. I order from in stock. I order from cheap graphic novel. I get stuff from challengers and dark tower and and that kind of stuff so i i get my comics from a lot of different sources i just happened to get this from amazon well as soon as i opened it up i looked at it and groaned because as is apt to happen with amazon um it had uh a, a couple dinged up corners not enough for me to get so upset as to send it back to amazon but it was still dinged up pretty good hmm. I have gotten stuff from DCBS or, or in stock that is a nick and dent that was not even a, a tenth of the damage that was sent to me from Amazon. So my point is, if you order stuff, if you want, if you're ordering something for a collectible reason, like the artist editions or something that, that you really want some shelf porn and you want it to be absolutely pristine. I know for a fact that Christina and Cameron and all of the staff there 
look at every book that they send out, and if there's anything wrong with them, they don't send them out. Yep. So it's true. You, Very true. You, you will get your books in absolutely perfect shape every time. True. Because I, I, I've seen what they call a, 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 a nick and dent book, and it's it's kind of crazy. So. It's not, yeah, I've had the same thing happen to me. It looks like a lot of people did with this Fear Agent. Because on the forum, a lot of people, I, I had one of my corners was like kind of pushed in a little bit. Yep. Same though, it wasn't anything enough that I was like, I mean, I'm just, you know, I don't have any delusions of having like this be as a yeah. resale or anything. So I'm just, it's fine. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm going to read the yeah. hell. It yeah, will, yeah. it will be way beat up by the time I'm done with it. Cause I'll, I'll read it probably several times. So, yeah. but if it was, if it was an artist edition, you mm-hmm. know, a God, you know, we, we know what, what I went through and what David went through with the, with the, yeah. with the Mazzucchelli artist editions. Jesus. Um, so, uh, that that's just another reason that if you are really hardcore about the condition of your books that that are sent to you, DCBS is awesome. Right, and you know what, Chris? I'm so glad you brought up the Fear Agent Omnibus. So good because uh, since this is our episode of getting, this is where we exchange gifts and mm-hmm. and thank the people who have sent us even more gifts. I thought I'd give back a little bit. And are the Tales of the Fear Agent? Backups in the the book? Yes. Half of them, right? Yep. Yes. Okay, half of them. Well, chances are real good that our buddy Zerzo G. Penalta has his story in the first volume, right? Because if I remember correctly, his came in midway through the, the run. So I'm, uh, I get old, I know the Micah Ferreter one is in there. I mm-hmm. remember seeing that. Um, and no, I know that no, Hillary's I, has got some stuff in there, so... Well, anyway, it might, it might be in the second one, Vince. Okay, well, so then something to look forward to. But it hinges on the fear agent mentioned, and our buddy Zerzo, who goes by the handle Laser Raw on our forum and on the on the Twitter, he is selling a special edition limited run of prints. They're uh, a twelve print set. There's only going to be a hundred of them made, and uh, they're created in loving memory of the work of Mobius, Ralph McQuarrie, and MCA. Wow. <laughs> from the Beastie nice. Boys. Oh, how cool. Yeah, oh, so shit. he kind of he kind of mashed all those together. Um but uh they are signed, limited edition, signed and numbered. There's only a run of 100. They're mm-hmm. 23 by 23 centimeters, which to the people who are deathly afraid of the metric system, that's 9 by 9 inches. <laughs> get get this, a single print. Now there's 12 of them. Remember that. A single print is going for 7 euros or 9 bucks. But if you Order the set of twelve, you get them for thirty-five euros, or forty-six bucks. Do the math. <laughs> Way cheaper to get the whole set. Yeah, no doubt. If yeah. you get them shipped to the U.S., it's fourteen bucks shipping, so it's going to cost you sixty bucks, which comes to five dollars a print. And when you see these things, you're going to be like five dollars for that. It's gorgeous. I think this is the best work Zerzo has ever done. Um, wow. If nice. if you would like to check them out. Uh, you can go to www.zerzogpenalta.com. Now he spells his name X-U-R-X-O-G-Penalta, P-E-N-A-L-T-A.com. Mm-hmm. And, uh, get in touch with him or you can email him directly, zerzogpenalta at gmail.com. I'm telling you, they are absolutely stunning. Go there now and look at them. They're just gorgeous. And there, you can, you can tell all of the influences that he cites in the making of these things, it's there. They're very Mobius-like. They're very, um, there's a lot of touches of Macquarie in there. I don't see where the MCA comes in yet, but, um, I didn't really look at them that close, so. And, and that one, that, that sucked, by the way. Not, not, not. Yeah, it did. Yeah. But yeah, MCA, 
dying this year. It was that that was you know what we lost Joe Hubert and Mobius and, and MCA, and those three deaths probably affected me more than than any other celebrity death. That and Horshack. Yeah. yeah, gone too soon. But anyway, do it. Go check them out. Zerzogpanalta dot com. They're, they're just beautiful, beautiful, and they're all done with the in variations of a cyan. And so there's a there's a uniform quality to all twelve of them. You can hang them on, nice. all, you can get them matted, framed, hang them on your wall, and you will have a very beautiful wall in in the same color. So people will think you're very intelligent. Like, wow, you planned that. Yeah, I did. Cool. I hey Vince. That. Yeah. What are you drinking? I'm drinking Yingling. I have tons of it. Oh, because, it's because, an oldie but a goodie. Yeah, because we had Christmas and my wife just sure. went out and got a bunch of cases of Yingling. So I'll be saying Yingling for like months. That's fine. I, w- yeah. I would probably drink more Yingling if it was, you know, available here. They they need to ship more to the Midwest. They, sh- they do. They need to take not, over it's, the whole world. It's a, it's a good. It's a you know. I I like I like. And it's Yingling. not an expensive beer. It's not going to set you back thirty bucks for a case. No. Uh, David, how about you? I am having some Redwood Creek Merlot. Some Merlot. We have Very a lot nice. of wine too, but I'm not touching that. <laughs> It makes, me, up. makes me throw up. I'm throw up. <laughs> Jason, Jason, how about you? There's the boy on mute. Mr. Wood. <laughs> there he is. Hey, what's up? There he is. Hey, first timer. Um, I'm drinking some Chimay Ale. Oh, drinking some Monk Ale. Yeah, a little, little Trappist Monk juice. All right. Uh, my beer exchange with Ash continues. I think I got three more weeks of this. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm still in California. I'm living in California beer land. Uh, this is Drake's Denogonizer. Wow. It is from Drake's Brewing, which is in, um, beautiful place I've never been. Uh, <laughs> San Leandro? Leandro? Hmm. San Leandro, California. Does that uh, have anything to do with that the rap guy Drake? I wonder. No, he's from Toronto. So. Oh, okay. He was on, dude. He was on Degrassi. I know. That's uh, the only thing I know about him. He was on Degrassi. No. Yes. Uh, cat. Uh, no, but this is a uh, this is an Imperial IPA. Uh, it is. Uh, I'm drinking a pint of it right now, which could get scary because it's uh, floating about a oh uh, 9.75 percent alcohol. And it is, uh, it is a, uh, wonderfully full-bodied IPA. Uh, and apparently this is a silver medal winner, um, at the, uh, Great American Beer Festival in 2009. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it is a big, heady California IPA. So it is yummy. So thank you, Ash. Cool. Let's get nice. into this because we got a lot of ground to cover. We do. Should we start with our man across the country, across the world? We do. Oh, should. I gotta run out. Yeah. I, I gotta get it out of the living room. I'll be right back. Well, the person. Well, first of all, would... congratulations to our uh, our buddy and con attendee uh, brother and uh, and and uh, friend Roland Pierce, who is uh, he is the uh, the champion of uh, or was almost the champion of one of our fantasy leagues, in spite of being on the other side of the world from American football. So I got to give him credit for that. He uh, he fought a good fight. Um, but, uh, I was baffled when in, uh, in the mail the other day, I received the 52 omnibus wow. from Roland as a, as a holiday gift. And, that is uh, awesome. it was um, awesome. And 
So much love, brother. That's amazing. It's an amazing gift. I, I it was on my wish list. He went to Amazon, hooked a brother up. So mad love. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Disturbingly generous. Oh, crazy, right? Very yeah. much so. It is, yeah, because like Jason, I received a gift from Mr. Roland too, and he sent me the Man Thing Omnibus. That's crazy. That's that's, that's I, I, so generous. I, I was, I had no. I opened it up. And I said, "What? I, I didn't. Maybe I, I pre-ordered it. I don't know." But uh, it was wrapped too. So, uh, you know, that's cool. Yeah, it, it was. It was, and and it's, I'm still at a loss. Like, I'm I'm very very grateful. Oh my god, I can't even express <laughs> how grateful. But yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. flabbergasting. He he. Uh, hey, I'm back. He, he did, yay, he, he did not send paper, uh, although, uh-huh. although they were wrapped, uh, I received, <laughs> surprisingly, I, I opened up, uh, and, and found, he sent me the, now I can finally finish this, the complete Deadwood on Blu-ray. Oh, nice. And, most I, of the series. Yeah, I know, I, I mean, my, watching kind of ended around the end of the second season so I'm I'll just I'll watch it all just then then get to the third season and, and live with it the uh the other item was something that I've been thinking about getting and and I was quite surprised to see the seven disc set of the Star Trek original motion picture blu-ray collection wow so five of them are for the first movie right uh, just, just for uh, the dry dock scene. Two uh, discs for the dry dock scene. I wish, yeah, that'd be great. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's, it's the six original series movies with, with, nice. with, with Kirk and McCoy and then the seventh disc is, um, is a captain's table hosted by Whoopi, but, uh, she interviews, she, she sits around with, uh, Patrick Stewart, Jonathan Frakes, Leonard Nimoy, and William Shatner. Well, that's cool because she was, what, guy, the bar? Yeah. yeah. And she, she, she also was part of bridging the, the old and the new because she was on the Enterprise B when, uh, when the time rip happened. So. Yes. Yeah. What's your favorite one while we're on the subject? My, my favorite of the original? Two. It is, see, it, it sometimes is, but it, it, four, four is, it's holds a special place. I saw four in the theater. Um, I just, it, it was, it was present day. The whole, on the bus, the double dumbass, the everything was just. I really, really enjoyed four. Two is a very, very close second, and I love how numbers two, three, and four are like cover the span of like forty-eight hours. Yeah, yeah, I like two a lot too. <laughs> yeah, oh, two yeah. great. Rathcon's great. Yes, it is. What is now, now, does that have the movies um, where the original cast meld with the next generation guys? It does not have generations. It has Star Trek The Motion Picture, Star Trek The Wrath of Khan, Star Trek Search for Spock, Star Trek The Voyage Home, Star Trek The Final Frontier, and Star Trek The Undiscovered Country, which also leads into the next generation and the Kitamura Accords and, and, okay. and Worf's ancestors. So which After one is that, the one with Malcolm McDowell? That's Generations. generations. That's, okay. that's the seventh movie. Then you have First Contact, then Insurrection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like Generations. I liked yeah. some of it. Yeah, it was, it was, it was kind of a mess. 
Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's a great movie, but I'm gonna blow up the sun. Let's shoot the rocket off. Okay, it's gonna get there in two minutes. <laughs> the hell kind of rocket uh-huh. is that? It felt, like they were, it felt like they were looking for a reason to make movies. Do you know my time. favorite is the one with the whales. That's <laughs> one, boo. Uh, I know, that's my spot. Right here. That's right six. Here. Wait, no, four. That four? It's four. Oh, four. Oh, uh, okay. A jam, dude. <laughs> six, six is Christopher Plummer in, as, a, as a Shakespeare quote in Klingon. But <laughs> his um, iPad oh. riveted to his forehead. And, you know, he should do more sci-fi conventions because at least he wouldn't get the questions that piss him off about um, Sound of Music. <laughs> because he gets angry when people ask him about that. Hey, really? Really? Oh, yeah, he hate, he fucking hates that movie. That's crazy. Oh, really? Be- because, I mean, it, it, it's, he, never, he never elevated beyond that. Even though he had a pretty good career, he doesn't like to talk about the sound of music. He's like, "Yeah, it was a movie. Fucking get over it." So if you see Christopher, Christopher Plummer, ask him about sound of music just to talk yes. his ass. Yeah, exactly. I got awesome things. What'd you get from Roland? Yeah. I got I got a whole bunch of awesome stuff that Roland. It you you saved me from having to go out and get these books that I probably wasn't going to read right away, but I had to get because. I would be scared to death of them going out of print, and then I would eventually have to drop a lot of money on them. And actually, one of them, I think, is already out of print, and so I'll start with that one. And it is um, the Criminal Deluxe Edition Volume 2. Oh, yeah. Nice. So seriously, if if you folks had the, the first Criminal Deluxe and you're putting off the second one, I noticed on Amazon, because I was, it, it, it was on my, it was on my uh, uh, wish list, and I don't know if it's in print anymore. There's still copies floating around out there, but you might want to get it. Um, Boy, speaking of that, um, mm-hmm. quick shout out to Val Staples who, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. got homemade candies, dude. Yes, yeah. yes, we did. Nice salted caramel, there. salted caramel, dude. It was awesome. I was just going out on a tear about sea salt dark chocolate caramels because I love. They're actually my favorite candy. Sweet. Uh, yeah. Exactly. And yeah. it's something about the salt and the dark chocolate, it's just, yeah. oh, it gets oh, me going, salt, man. Salty and sweet? Hell yeah. And I've I, got those sitting uh, shotgun with me right now. I'm going to eat later on. So if I'm, you hear me I'm go, me too, that's going to be why. Nice. But I thought it was a cookie, which would have been a good thing. Because in the past, we've it's gotten cookie cookies. Last year. That's right. Yeah. And yeah. I, opened, I was like, yes. Uh, yeah. They were gone and like, well, I didn't eat them my, that mine's quick. A, cause yeah, I saved my, them. I took a couple of nights. I, I, I had one the first night. And I, I had like. Yeah, I couldn't. That's that He's such a good guy. He yes, really he is, is. Doctor Hugh. Yes, Doctor. We named him that. Um, and Vince, you will love the uh, the second book that Roland sent me. What it is? Yes. Um, you will love the second book that Roland sent. Me. Oh, the commandy, the second commandy omnibus. Nice. You're so smart. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So once again, I'm still I'm still working my way through the first Commandy Omnibus, which is so much fun and so awesome that by the time I get through with it, I I would be heartbroken if this were out of print. And some of those, some of the Kirby uh, uh, Omnibi have gone out of print. Like you look, you try and find the hardcover for the Fourth World Volume you, Four. You that can't shit do it. It's expensive. Yeah, you can't do it. Right. Yeah. So I'm yeah. still planning on doing my letter writing campaign to DC to finish commanding because the second volume is not the end. There's more, but not much but, more. But but this is the where does the Kirby stuff end? This book. 
Yeah. Yeah, they won't do it. I know. And but the the story's unfinished. Write all the fucking letters you want. Uh, it's, un- it's unfinished. <laughs> but you, I mean, you have Starlin, you have Omac in there. Commandy yeah. didn't end. I, I, God forbid me saying this. Commandy didn't end when Jack left. Uh-huh. There, are, there are, there's more, uh, the great Joe Kubert covers. I mean, come on, it's, it's it'd be a small book. Come on, so Roland, thank you so much. I, yeah, I, I will, I will read we'll these. We will hook you up in Chicago, you. brother. Yes, indeedy. Oh, I, he he know he knows that all these awesome gifts are going to come back to him tenfold while he's here because yeah. he's going to get shown a time in my town. Gizzards, rolling. Gizzards, yeah, all across <laughs> the world for gizzards, brother. Yep, he's going to Harold's Chicken Shack rolling. Get ready. I have to. Uh, I have to give a quick shout out oh, to no. to to our pal, Mister Sean Pryor. Oh yeah. I I woke up. The other morning, maybe it was Christmas morning, and and or maybe it was Monday night. I I woke up, and there was I, I got a twext from Sean. A twext. Who, a twext. Well, it's what because because my Twitter direct messages come to me as a text. Oh so my bad. That's, that's all right. So when I, that's why I'm so quick to respond. So, you, to so he's got to name them all special. That's yeah, I meant twext. Yes. It was twext <laughs> your tweeples. Okay. I wasn't. No, no. Because you can only twext one at a time, dude. Oh, so in any case. He, he, he was telling me, he's like, yo, you know, I, whatever his feelings are about the man himself, you really can't turn away when the man of steel is 99 cents an issue. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. And so next thing I know, I have an email from Comixology for the first three issues of John Byrne's Man of Steel. Oh, wow. Nice. Awesome. So, and then I went and I got the other three so I could get finished the collection but i had to go then and and um repay the favor so i sent him the um the three issues of uh of mount wagner's trinity because oh, he has read that that is good so yeah, he hasn't like read that. that so so it was it was a superman 101 sale and and you right. had and i also picked up the alan moore penned Issues of Superman and Action Comics, the last two issues pre-burn, and Why you? and yeah. uh, and Annual Eleven, and um, and yeah, and and so I I gifted a couple people Trinity, and and it was so you had a lot of his, you had pre-burn Superman stuff, you had some burn Superman stuff, and then you had some of the um, the later things like um, the 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 Jeff Johns Richard Donner stuff and and uh, the Brainiac kills dad stuff and and things like that so there were there were um they were all over the place with the one on one sale and it was a lot of a lot of good things and and you know and you really I mean for a buck come on so yeah. thank you Sean for for the main stuff I cannot wait to revisit that and I I'm sure like the Doom Patrol looked it's uh it's probably gonna look pretty sharp on the iPad mm-hmm. it's a good sure. look mm-hmm. I got to reiterate one that David uh said last week What's that? I got I got a little package from Mr. Boomer Z oh what you yeah with the Ray Bradbury comics numbers one nice. two, two and three you got right. uh, Corbin Al Williamson Kurtzman Matt Wagner Sean Phillips uh, Ken Stacy on the covers Dan Brereton these awesome with the cards too yes awesome and uh, featuring a cover by the greatest living comic book artist that's true Mr. T and the T Force, with the poly bag covered by who did the cover? Neil Adams. That's right, greatest oh. living comic book artist, Neil Adams. Chris Adams. 
it was probably was it greatest living greatest living comic book artist Neil Adams. That's his yeah. name now. He's not just Neil Adams. He changed it to greatest living comic book it's, it's, artist. It's, it's Neil Adams. That's right. Oh, if I get Neil Adams, dude! Oh my God, I'd make him draw a planet with a hole in it. Hilarious! I would draw Earth with a with a hollow center. Your, I have a Neil Adams drawing. Yeah, that's one of my 2012 highlights. Nice. True. Comic book yeah, artist, I got a Hawkman head. Um, uh, uh, quick thank you. Um, it's uh, a Christmas card, but it's from Sweden. It's from. Uh, did you guys? Sweden. Phh. Uh, yeah, Phh. Uh, Pear Pear Headman. It always freaks me out and freaks my wife out whenever I get um, a Christmas card from Sweden. And I open it up, and oh, it's Pear. Which yeah. It's awesome, and I always keep them. And it's it's very it's very cool to know that there are people thousands of miles away that I've never met and and may never meet but know me and think enough of of what we do with the show to to do this and that's that's very cool and whenever you see something from Sweden it just kind of wakes you up to wow it's 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 a it's much a long way away world. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a long way away but man what what a small world it has become and it is so cool so thank you pair Jason, you have one. Um, from uh, I think did I talk about it last week? Well, yeah, I just don't want to step on you because I got one more, so I do. No, wanna... I think I'm good, dude. I think everyone, I'm pretty much sure I covered everybody. If because uh, as I as I talk about them, I put them away in the man cave. So I think this week I just had the uh, Val and the uh, Roland to say what's yeah. up. Yeah. Today was Bug Day for me. You want to know why I called it Bug Day? Yeah. Why? Because uh, Mr. Chris Taylor sent me Hideshi Hino's The Bug Boy, which is number two in the Hideshi Hino series. So i got to thank him for that. And at the very same time, I scooped up two things on my wish list myself, and I got oh, two, more, yeah, did. two more Hino books, uh, Onibo and The Bugs from Hell, uh, volumes two and three. So today was Bug Day, Hideshi Hino nice. Bug Day. Yes, and the I made a mistake last week. I made a big mistake. Mm-hmm. Did you remember when I said Lullabies from Hell was the first in the uh, Hideshi Hino series published by Dark Horse? Well, it is published by Dark Horse, but the Hino Horror series was not published by Dark Dude, Horse. What's happening? And, you're slipping. But, you know what? Who was published by? Oh yeah, DH Publishing. Which oh, is why D-Dance. I thought it was Dark Horse, oh. but it's not. It's DH Publishing, uh, aka Kokoro Books, and a yeah. lot of them are are stupid out of print, ridiculous, crazy out of print, yo. So if anybody has Panorama of Hell and wants to sell it for a decent price, hit me up. Yeah, because oh, it's since you mentioned going today. for big money. Is it really? Yeah. Damn. From for a, a lousy um, manga sized reprint. Yeah, it's going for more than I want to Try find. Try and find Pluto number three. No kidding. I have it. Thank God. I got it. I, I got two series, but yeah. Three's I out of print? It. Really? Why would they do that? Didn't they do that with Monster also? It wasn't Monster. It was an, it was an issue of Monster. Is it, is it, is it Pluto, Pluto volume three is the one that's really hard to find? I don't know. It's the first time I'm hearing about it. Oh, no, there, there's one. It, it, You're thinking of Monster. Am I thinking of Monster here? You, my, has he ever read Monster? I don't know if um, he, Monster. Maybe he started it. Word the hell out of me. Um, Pluto is good, though. Yeah, I, gotta, I, I need the rest of Pluto books. I think I need the next five. But um, since Vince mentioned today, I, I got to give props to 
our pal, since, I mean, he didn't, his head wasn't big enough after last week's episode, but Hassan hooked uh-huh. the brother up and, and, um, he asked me with, with all the hubbub going on if I had read Amazing Spider-Man number 700. And, and as of this afternoon, when he asked me that, I did not because I'm waiting on the issue. And, uh, and, and he felt that it, it was a shame for a Spider-Man fan to have to wait to read it. So I checked my email and, and there's another damn redeem code from Hassan sending That's awesome. me. Oh, you yeah. know what? So I'm glad you said that, David, because I actually have a special thanks to another forum member, uh, Mr. Wida, on the forums. He sent me the uh, code to ASM 700 so I could read it. Nice. Um, so, it yeah, is nice. nice. Yeah. And you know no, what that all, enables all, us all to do? The, all of the Pluto is in print. Sorry. Okay. Bad. But, so Sorry. What were you, I wonder what you're thinking of. Monsters? That's got me. Well, it, it might be. It might be Monster. Huh. Well, so here's the deal. We, can, we were just granted the opportunity... To kill a couple of tweets at once, live tweets. Is. Nice. Yes, from uh, Mr. Uh, Whitehead and our buddy Julian Lytle all want to know uh, how many of you read that Spidey Seven hunted. Hunted. Do you have Do you have thoughts yet? Uh, so have we all read it? Or well, first least? of all, there's there's an yeah. awesome backup story by none other than um, it, it's written by Jan Van Meter, but it is illustrated oh, by nice. Stephanie Bushima. It, uh, I, I wow! Love I love it. Really? Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. Now that's Ooh. interesting. Yeah, I, I didn't care for it. Oh no! Well, I mean, it's a black just the style. Thing. It was like I just oh, it, so, okay. I'm a big fan. The of style it. made me like glance right over it. I, I was, it, I really, to be honest with you, I shouldn't say I didn't care for it because I didn't. I, I got one page into it and stopped reading it. If have you ever? I don't know if you've met. Have you ever seen her, Jason? Mm, I think I've seen mm-hmm. pictures of her, but oh, Stephanie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, she's it, sweetheart. It, Absolute it, sweetheart. The, the art style, it, it's one of those things where if, if you were ever reading, you know, your, your comics, you're like, I wonder what that mm-hmm. person looked like. She looks, I, when I see her art, that's exactly the kind of artist who I picture drawing it. it now, it, correct it, me if I'm wrong. That's John's granddaughter? Yes. No. No. No? No. No, it's his really? daughter. Really? No, it's his daughter. John Buscema's grand, daughter? John Buscema's daughter. Yeah, oh, I think it's his granddaughter, dude. She's kind of mm-hmm. young to be his daughter. I'm I'm leaning more towards Vince, but I mean, but, uh, well, let's find out. Jason, hook it up. Oh, I'm looking it up. Uh, there you go. I knew it. <laughs> it's granddaughter. Yes. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. She's hot. Uh, she uh, yeah. I mean, just to put well, she's out on Long Island. It, I mean, what's that? She's out on Long Island. John would have been eighty uh, eighty six. So that's still young. I wish John yeah, was still yeah, young. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about it. I I met her yeah. at a couple New York Comic Cons, yeah. and she is a, a really, really sweet gal and very talented. So oh, uh, yeah. she was uh, she was she an editor for a while, I think. Yes, yes, you believe? Was. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Real, really, really nice gal. Um, but, so, all right. So, so Jason and I read Seven Hundred. Who else did? Me. I didn't read the backup. Yeah, but I read the. Yeah. Chris, did you All read right, it? Or? So I, guys, I don't. It was spoiled well, sports care. radio. It doesn't yeah, care. yeah. Well, okay, here's my point. It's spoilers, Spider-Man dies. Big um, spoilers, uh, yeah. uh, Spider-Man doesn't die. Yeah, I know. But no, it's... it's uh, who fucking cares? <laughs> Cyclical. Wow. Cyclical, guess, dude. Uh, maybe the three of us do. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I, to be To be perfectly honest, I did care. 
yeah. going in, going into it, I cared a lot, and I was like, man, if the rumors I heard are true, come to fruition, I'm going to be on this. Well, yeah, that's what you were going by rumors and who you. I know, right? But but here, but the reality of the situation, um, I don't really care to read it. Any anything that is anymore is like created to get media buzz. Right. I just I I automatically I I turn I tune it out and I don't care. And you know what? I may read it in six months. You'll read it, maybe. But on Spider-Man stories, just for me anymore, they're kind of like Batman stories. I can pick them up and read them at any time. I know the character. Whenever I get you know a hankering for a Spider-Man story, I know what I'm gonna get, and mm-hmm. and I'll pick it up and read it, and that's fine. I don't right. I don't stay up with the character. I don't I don't collect it monthly, so I, I kind of look at it with a real a real cynical eye. Okay, um, so so we know that Chris oh. is heartless, but isn't every <laughs> heartless? I don't care. <laughs> isn't 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 the goal for every publisher every month to generate sales? I mean, whether they they want to yeah. surround it with a gimmick or an event or what have you. Yeah, I mean, but they're, when they're, it's the same fucking gimmick fifteen times, I, I years. See, uh, I, then we're 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 not going to agree here. Death it's, of Captain America. Death which of okay, which you know, see, now, I would I would have been fine if if they wanted to keep. I've, of course, we all know, and and again, hey, plug for the. The, the book, but we all know based on on licensing and things like that that Batman's going to be Bruce Wayne again, and and Captain America is going to be Steve Rogers. So even if you have the movie coming out, even though Steve Rogers or Alan was, was not for twenty years, right? But and but yet in in um, in the Justice League cartoons, it's it's Wally. But the um, you you can have you can have the comic stories being told obviously with different characters but if um everybody always is quick to say oh he'll be back because the movie's coming out and and that really david do you really think that in two years it's not going to be peter no i'm not i'm do i think it'll go back to the way it was yeah it'd be silly for me to think otherwise i'll be pleasant i will be i will be pleasantly surprised i tell and the a book if we well, why should that it, okay wait wait but, but why should whether or not it's going to change back why should that matter to the story that just came out today why why should what's going to happen in exactly. two years color exactly. how I enjoyed this issue and that is an absolutely perfect thought and I will I will agree with you and say at, at the same time why would that from a media standpoint, intrigued me to seek it out more, more so than than any other story. You know, it, it if it's done, if it's done well, it's done well. And yeah, it was too. Yeah, I think it was done really. Well. Uh, it was very well. Yes, yeah. yeah, but you got to admit. I mean, I'm not to take the side anyone's side here. Knowing that it's a temporary change kind of takes some of the gravitas away from it. Doesn't it? See, I disagree Why? because no, I don't. First of all, I assume again, and this is this isn't our first radio. We've read serialized comics for a long time, so I assume. Right. It, I mean, you know, we we all collectively raved the shit about Capullo and Snyder's Batman. I mean, shit's yeah. going. It all gets it all gets back to a reset button when he's done with it. I mean, I'm just like, so sick of the we're gonna kill a character. Fucking yeah, you know what? Though, I gotta say, I gotta say though, like I haven't been. I'm way behind on Spider Man, so I did not have. I mean, I, I, I read this purely because I was curious. And having not read Spider-Man on a regular basis, I thought it was unbelievably well-written, 
I thought it had all the right notes. I mean, there's a scene where he's lifting up a car, just like we first see him in Amazing Fantasy 15, only this time it's in a very villainous moment. And, you know, he gets, he has this amazing moment where he sees his loved ones. He has a great, sort of a reverse, you know, interaction with, with, with Uncle Ben, who says, listen, it's not your time yet. I mean, I just thought Slot hit on all the great notes that have made yeah. Spider-Man such an endearing character for so long. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I, I agree. When I, when I was done with it, I assumed that the status quo we're about to get in Superior Spider-Man is only going to last for a year or two. And basically it'll probably last for as long as Superior Spider-Man sells. Right, I mean, once once the sales start yeah. winning, they'll figure out a way to reverse it, and that's fine though, because you know what, this was a great story. If 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 this and that's all that matters, you yeah, know, you I, you actually it. have me wanting to read it now, and whenever it comes out in trade, I'll go hunt that sucker down. You have to, just yes or no, right? Hmm. With a with a comic book like Amazing Spider-Man, to 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 use a recently released book as an example, take Walking Dead one hundred. You absolutely cannot have a scene in a in a in a corporate comic book as uh, uh, to the degree of the emotional body slam that was Walking Dead 100. It is impossible yeah. to have that kind of emotion in a mainstream comic book when it targets the main characters. You can, you can you can kill off Peter Parker. Everybody in their right mind knows the character's coming back. So you cannot say that Part of the impact of that story has been has not been lessened for you. It has. You know he's coming back. Yeah. You can't. You if if somebody beat Peter to death with a crowbar, you'd be like, "Wow, I'm, I wonder how they're going to bring him back." Well, not, I guess oh my god! By, by now, if 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 that's a requirement of the story, then your days of reading Superior Comics have probably been long gone, right? I mean, yeah, well, yeah, I well, guess. Oh, I mean, the thing is, we all came in at a time when death. Did have a certain amount of of permanence to it. The, it, the, it hadn't been warmed over as many times. When Jean Grey died in X Men One Thirty Seven, she was, was dead. A big deal. It was a big deal. When the yeah. when, when Stacy died, she was dead. When Norman. you know Norman Osborn died, he was dead. It's in the Iron Fist, you know. So there was that we can't. We are just old enough to remember when when death did have a certain amount of permanence to it, and it wasn't until you know death in comics started being used as, as a marketing ploy that you know it's like, oh well you know to you know to make a a big deal we're gonna kill Superman or you know it's gonna be the death of this character. So yeah, it it's gotten to a point that. You know, they, they just need to, they need to leave it alone for a while. Yeah. You know, from an entertainment standpoint, you know, and I, and I understand the stupid sales aspect of it, but yeah, I mean, there's a point where it's like, yeah, you know what? It doesn't have the impact. Right. But you absolutely cannot fault Dan Slott and company for playing the game. No, and I mean, he knows how it works and he did a, a, a wonderful job with what he had to do. Right, uh, he he's he's in on it, and and the, the story was well written. It was well drawn. It was good. It's just it doesn't have that kabang. It's See, now, I, I, well, I don't. The way when 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 I got to the last page, and the pages leading up to that last page with with their conversation, mm-hmm. part of me part of me kind of had this. Firestorm, Ronnie Raymond, Professor Stein type thing to it, where where obviously Otto is going to change um, years of of his habits. 
because that he is also mingled with Peter Parker and his memories and his sensibilities and 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 what makes him tick. And I I kind of I'm I'm interested in where this inner monologue with with, with Otto is going to go. I mean I right. Don't know what's going to happen in a couple of weeks when the issue ships, but I I want to see it's like I, I like it was brought up a couple of weeks ago when when six ninety eight and six ninety nine and and how you we went from you know the the dumpy bowl haircut looking bad guy who was the butt of Spidey's jokes and very easy to to send away to prison he really has done what no other Spidey villain could do whether it was right any of the goblins but there's also the potential to have the greatest beat down in comic book history where we all know peter has beat otto's ass every single time that they Mm -hmm. that they've encountered right the way this thing the 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 mechanics of this story is if peter not if when, when when peter comes back and and overtakes say the body right that is going to totally crush Otto. He's because not only did he beat him, he came back from nothing, no fists, no web shooters, no nothing, and he still won. I mean, Slot has the potential to to make a classic comeback story where the hero rises from basically nothing, right? From cells, right? right really? Yeah. I mean, so there's the potential to read this right there. I mean, if if you're hesitant. Like I don't want to see this person in in the Spidey suit. Wait it out because you know, like we said, Peter's coming back, and it it could it has the possibility to be like one of those legendary comeback stories where, like I said, from nowhere, from nothing, and just bam, lays them I, out. I was I was really surprised it it ended the way it did because when there's a moment between Spider Man and Mary Jane, yeah, and and. <laughs> And and when that happened, I could have sworn I was going to turn the page, and she would have socked him, because she just would have known. And 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 that didn't happen. So mm-hmm. it's it, it, you know, and I don't. And the whole thing, I mean, and what, like like Jason said, I mean, this whole the, the whole story, it it was up and down. It was a roller coaster. I mean, as soon as as soon as we find out that Doctor Octopus and company escaped the raft, what's what's Peter Parker do? Heads to JFK so we can hop a flight to Belgium, and it's like whoa. <laughs> so I'm like, and I mean, it was just, it was crazy. And then, yeah. and 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 his whole thing, and oh my god, the whole scene with with the folks. Oh well, no, when 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 Spider Man's talking and telling everybody what his plan is and, and how he's had to get him underground, and he ta- and he stops by the bugle and he talks to Robbie and and Nora and 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 she says, "Who the hell says dawdling?" Or lip, and it was just—I mean—and it—and—and it, and she really is. Whether it's whether it's Slot, whether it's Rucka uh, over in Punisher, no matter who is writing Laura Winters, they all seem to be able to, yeah, to, to hit that. And 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 well, but it's it's a—it was just—we're not <laughs> so all familiar. Heard. So yeah. <laughs> so, um, but I just—I mean, I thought that the entire and and the the art was—I I really enjoyed the art. There were Me you too, know, man. I think Ramos killed it. He really, really did, and and, I mean, and there were well, there were there were um, I mean, it, it there were times like during Spider Island where where maybe things were a little sloppy, and and but this this just this brought me back to to Crimson. This brought me back to his run on Spider Man with Jenkins. This th- this just this was 
gorgeous through and through. And I mean, and there were things that, um, I mean, the, the Octobots aside, you had the, um, and, and Glory even said it, but when, when, um, when Jonah made peace with Senior and, and, and his stepmother, and it just, that's been, that, that's, that's been going on since, since Marla died. And, and, and it's, yeah, just, and exactly. There were all the perfect notes. Like, there's the moment where, where Jameson, like, calls the press, like, a bunch of, like, Yes. <laughs> you know, and you're like hilarious, you know, and then yeah. like, dude, you used to be part of that, and he was like, that's when it was an upstanding institution, <laughs> bastion of glory. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, right. I mean, like, and then he has that moment where he sees Peter, he sees Spider-Man, and like, the perfect irony, right? He finally sees Spider-Man as a hero, only it's freaking Doc Ock. Like, it's you, and it's right after he took the Scorpion's jaw clean off. Yeah, exactly. And then he, all of a sudden, it's like that's that what. All of a sudden, Jameson is like, oh yeah, cool. Yeah, I was wrong. He's a hero. So, okay. I want to keep some, I want to keep some Spider-Man talk going, but I also want to, uh, move things along. David, open up my present. Huh. I get it. I get it. Wow, you're all fuzzy, Vince, so. Damn it. Ah, damn it. I knew that Vince was fuzzy. Open up my, so, alright, so I'm opening up the present from. It's a two-parter. She said. Damn (laughs) There is a lot of tape on here. I love it. Mm hmm. Yeah, I hope you have a knife handy. I do. <laughs> I, have my, I have my official <clears throat> present open knife. Okay, we got some. We got some air. Open first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> this will confuse you, but. It is Amazing Spider-Man number 140. Mm-hmm. Spidey the Jackal, the Grizzly, and a battle to the death, and one must fall. That that looks like um, some Gil Kane artwork on the cover. Yes, it is. Okay, and 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 now I am opening second, which is a tube. It is a tube. Uh-huh. Addressed to God knows who. Okay, this is paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Renee. Oh fuck, these are. Oh shit, dude! You son of a bitch! These are the um. This is this is the pencil roughs pen ballpoint pen layouts, um, of a page. From Amazing Spider-Man 140 by yeah, Gil it's, Kane. It's Gil Kane's, yeah, it's Gil Kane's pencil <laughs> of, uh, of the cover. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, it is of the cover. Oh my god! Holy shit, dude! You are. Amazing. I know Gil's your guy. He really is my fucking guy. I have Gil Kane art. Oh my god! Damn, dude. Holy Respect. shit! All right. Um, yeah. I mean, it's rough. I mean, it's rough. Awesome, Vince. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it is. It is rough. There's no. There's no up nose shots. There's no. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's very hard to tell what's going on in, in in each of these segments, but it's but it's the cover. I mean, you can tell it's the cover. It's a, yeah, it's a rough. So. Score this, and there's even some doodling on the back. How did this happen? I it's, I've been looking for a Gil Kane cover rough for you for a year now, oh and, my God. and I finally I finally found one that that I could Good night, everybody. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> wait. Yeah. But according to the to the back of this. Um, mm-hmm. Of this 
comic board on the back of the issue. Uh, it says this is issue 140 is well, the backing board says mm-hmm. first appearance of Glory Grant. Glory Grant, yeah, yeah. I, so there you go. Uh, oh shit! How are we? Um, all right. So how how are we doing this? Do I tell someone to go now or? I think it's free wheel. I was just tired of talking about Spider-Man 700. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> so, 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 Chris, you open your present from Vince. Wow. Okay. I don't know because I've got, I've got different boxes here. I have kind of a square-ish box and then I've got like a long rectangular box. Should be a pretty big one. Big how? Big volume or big Long wise. Big long wise, it should be. Okay. Oh, Vince, there's, there's, uh, this is, uh, penciled by, uh, Ross Andrew. Yes, indeedy. Yes, it's right. Grizzly, I, Jackal, I, Professor Warren, it's a great issue. They, they, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you in, David, on what I, I had, um, um, there was, there was an original art aspect to your gift last year that, that didn't work out, and so I got you a power saw instead. So, <laughs> there you go. When is that? Renee thanks you for. So, so this is this is uh, this is your original art that I should have. Um, I love it. Taken power care of saw. last year. So it's and I know that Gil Kane's your guy. So it's, yeah. It's, so I, I hope you and I and please explain to Renee that I know about the the paper thing. Oh. But will, no, this is not. That's going. wallpaper, though. Oh, yeah, damn. This. Vince. What? You. What'd what I do? What's what's I, oh, what'd you get? Um, there's, uh, two things. There's, yeah. uh, a big one. The, the small one is, uh, the Daredevil Volume 2 hardcover, which I've been dying to read. So thank you so yeah. much. It's been killing me because, uh, I, I, Marta puts me on a no buy zone starting in like mid November. Oh yeah, yeah. And so I was, I was like, oh, but I really want to read Daredevil and I knew it was on my wish list. Um, but the, the second one, and you're so funny because you had heard me on the show talk about how I wasn't for sure if I wanted to buy it or not. I did it for you. Cool. And, uh. You fucker. Oh shit, I'm looking for (laughs) fucker. Um, I told you guys that I got the, uh, the alien, uh, the reprint of the, the oh, alien yeah, movie adaption. Yeah. And, um, the coloring in it was just fucking terrible. I mean, <laughs> nice. Don't sugarcoat it. And it was Val, if you're listening, if you ever want to just take on, if you're in your abundant spare time and, and recolor something, please recolor the alien movie adaption because uh it was so so bad and um it to the point that that it didn't really it, it really obstructed from Walt Simonson's art and i was just like you know what if this is if this is what this comic it looks like i'm not going to get the artist edition and vince in his ultimate <laughs> wisdom um got me the Walt Simonson um alien uh, original art edition, and holy shit, was the coloring bad in that? <laughs> I don't remember Dude. it being that bad, but because this looks fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this nice. is, so, I mean, this is this is beautiful <laughs> stuff. Yeah, he did a good job on that. 
Oh my gosh, yeah, it's man, it's like the the Tom Skerritt scenes. It looks kind of like Tom Skerritt without looking like Tom Skerritt. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And and Ripley is not because um, that's I mean that's the thing that you run into is that uh, in a lot of the movie stuff, it's it's almost like um, um, uh, screen captures. Well, and now, this, yeah, because yeah, dudes who yeah. do movie adaptations don't have the skill of a Walt Simonson, but yeah. yeah. Um, this, I, this, I'm because I I I, 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 yeah, I remember that book coming out before the movie, or real. or concurrently with the movie. Like I don't think Simonson had the luxury of actually seeing the movie before he did that. I think they just provided him a bunch of stills and and uh, you know yeah. c- conceptual drawings and stuff. So uh, I could be wrong, but even more power this to Simonson. Shit. Yeah, this shit is God. The the scene of the ship. Is a is a two page spread. Now this is, I mean, this is like um, artist edition size. So if you're familiar with the artist edition, I mean, these are these are original size reproductions of the art. And so this is this is basically an artist edition. Jesus, mm-hmm. Vince, thank you. Hey. Um, God, the 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 spread leading up to um, the reveal of the um, uh, the ship, which is the. Um, what what are the aliens? The um, not the founders. The oh, you're talking about the uh, space jockey, the engineer. Yeah, the engineer. The reveal of the engineer's ship. The the actually the the spread. The uh, the two pages leading up to that are just absolutely gorgeous. And I'm just guessing because I didn't see Prometheus yet. Really? Oh, yeah, you, I haven't either. Vince, Vince, really? Watch. Oh, watch it. I wish I could watch it with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking awesome. It hey. got. It got panned by so many people that have it, it's like a preconceived notion of of what they want the alien right. prequel to be like, and I I understand that, but it looks gorgeous. The yeah, story is really solid, and I I mean I I fucking loved it. I thought it was great. I'm just waiting to pick up the Blu-ray. It's out. Yeah, no, I, I I really enjoyed it too. I I think that. Um, it's not, it's not a perfect movie of any stretch, but, but it, for what it was, I thought it was really entertaining. Yeah. Nice. It's, I think it's every, it's every bit as much of a movie as like Aliens, the second one was. Ooh, it, really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I would put it, um, I think if you watch Alien, Aliens, and then Prometheus, you're, you're, you're good. Wow. See, cause I'm torn. I could never pick between Alien and Aliens as to which is my, uh, which one I prefer. They're because such they're, they're, yeah, they're very different movies. Yeah, different, one's a horror movie and one's a war movie. Right. Different, different approaches, but they're yeah. both just brilliant. And, uh, well, yeah. that, that's where the, the, the series ended for me. <laughs> so it, it's, it's nice that I can go back and, and. Yeah. Watch I, I think you could watch them in that order. I think you could watch Alien. Aliens and then and then Prometheus, I think is is a good a good trilogy. Nice, yeah. Uh, but thank you so much. This hey. I can't wait to sit down and read this the uh, the original art version because uh, so disappointed with the uh, uh, with the color reprint of the uh, the original series. It's um what was the um, the book that Bob Breedle had. Um, had really turned us on to is the the Doug Wildly uh, Rio. Oh, the Rio, yeah. Same thing. I need to see the original art now because it's just something about that that late seventies, early eighties coloring that was like really bad marker renderings, 
and it just muddied up the art and was just 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 terrible. Um, so I, I want to see them because I know that Doug Wildley was a fantastic uh, artist, and I need to I need to you know find some of the original art because the coloring just just destroyed some of that stuff, and that's what I feel with this now. So so thank you. Yeah, I hope you enjoy it. You oh, will. There's no. That's that was pretty much a safe bet. Simonson, Alien. Uh, come on. Come on. Right. So you got to point your finger in a direction, Mister Neesman. Um. Uh. So, Dave. Wait. No. You no. haven't opened up anything. Who? Jason. Well, neither. Has. Jason hasn't either. Vince or Jason. Uh, has. Um. So go with the handsome over the brains. Pick Jason. Okay. Jason. <laughs> open up Vince's. Ooh. All right. Nice. Nice. Now, I think, I mean, I don't know what it is, but I know generally yeah. a clue of what it's, uh, it's the boxes from the Big Bad Toy Store. Ooh. Which, uh, which oh, is, I know uh, what it is. Yeah, you do. So let's see here. Got you a kaiju? Nope. Oh, nice, dude. Isn't it beautiful? My first ever... Robot. I don't know what's what's the, what do we call these? You call them Chogokin because they're metal. Oh, nice, dude. Yes. Chog- if you got a Chogokin. Yeah, yes, you it's did. A, uh, let's see. Yeah. <laughs> Super Robot Chogokin. Uh, Arion. Arion Evol. Yeah, it's Aquarian. Nice, actually, they. Oh, they, Aquarian. Okay. Yeah. Oh, there it is at the top. I see it. Yep, Aquarian Evol. Yes. It is. Uh, I'll have to put a picture up because I can't really. Describe it, but it's a it's this badass robotic battle mech with uh like a super long extendo arm. Yeah, that that's the Mugen Punch. Mm-hmm. With what they the Chogokin, what they do is if the robot has like a special move or a signature style of fighting or something, you get the robot and then they give you pieces to do the signature fighting thing. So you get the extended arm, the punch. Yeah, it's nice. Dude, As I said, nice. when, I, when I was looking at that, I'm like, damn, I don't have this one. I'm going to have oh, to pick don't? one up. No. <laughs> you pick one up for too? me. It's coming. Don't worry about it. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, dude, it's uh, way bigger than I thought it would be. Yeah, it's about nice. six, seven inches, right? Oh, six. awesome. Oh, man, it's so cool. I'm glad you see a picture of it now. But these being addictive, though. They now, are. This isn't going to look great, but it's going to look even better if I have a bunch of them. They, <laughs> no, for the next few Christmases. There's no expense spared when they do those Chogokin. They oh my do god, them. dude! There's so many pieces to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't realize that. I assumed it'd be just one like diecast, diecast thing. But there's like, um, I mean, there's like one, two. There's like different. There's like different arm. There's different hands, different arms, mm-hmm. different shoulder pads. There's to- tons of different weapons. Now, does that um, one come with the rack to store them all? There should be a rack in there that you can... There's a rack. There's, yeah. like, this giant extendo fist that we were just talking about. There's, like, grappling hook things. Oh, this is awesome, dude. Thank you so much. Yeah. The rack is Thanks. as displayable as the robot, too, because... You just ushered me into a new a new uh, genre of collectibles. I know. That's why I did it. And the Gogokin market <laughs> rejoices because Jason <laughs> has a new... <laughs> I was a no little bit... over there. I was a little bit bummed. <laughs> Recession over. <laughs> and, and, you know what else too? You know what's funny is uh one of my uh wife's good friends has three teenage sons and she was over here and um Beth brought her down to see the man cave. Ooh. And she was like, Oh, this is awesome, you know, she's like my uh she was like my and it turns out one of her, her college age son is really starting to get into uh Japanese uh, you know, uh mechs and gundam stuff. Uh-huh. And she was like, I I don't she's like I don't know if, if, if it's the same. She's like, But I've really been having trouble 
finding something to get him, I don't know where to go. And she's like, I wonder if Jason would have any ideas. So I was like, oh, I'm like, as it happens, there's a, a website called the Big Bad Toy Store where you can go and find what you wanted. And she found exactly what she was looking for. So nice. I mean, Look at you. Yeah, I was a little bit bummed I had to get it from Big Bad. I mean, they're a great store, oh, yeah? but no, I wanted that to come right from Japan. Aww. No, I did, because, I mean, if you go to Hobby Link, I, I, I just didn't have the lead time that, that I, I needed. Because, it, let's be honest, when you ship something from Japan, it's going to take a while. Yeah. Unless you pay big bucks for the shipping, if you get it, uh, Sal, it's going to take about two weeks to get here. And I didn't have that kind of lead time, so, but. And these things I, are sturdy. Well, they're metal, yeah. You can kill somebody. I'm saying, they're like, I mean, it's like, it's like what action figures should be. Yeah. But these days you have to pay a price of a statue to have a, something like this. Mm-hmm. Enjoy. Cool. Thank you, brother. It's awesome. Nice. That is awesome. Super cool, dude. Now I just want to play with it instead of talking to y'all. <laughs> that's, right. that's right. I'm staring at Gil Kane artwork. We're good. If you hear clicking, he's playing with it. <laughs> Sweet, dude. Now is this now is this particular robot like a star of the cartoon like a cartoon series? Yeah, there's a- an anime for that. That's actually the Evol is actually a um a, a sequel to Genesis of Aquarian, which was like mm, 2004, 2005. But this Aquarian Evol came out in um, I think this year, middle mm-hmm. of, middle of this year. So it's I mean it's it's hot off the off the griddle. It, it's new stuff. So yeah. This awesome. is what that's my that was my reasoning. I'll get you a super cool contemporary mech, so you can be like, "Damn, this is hot!" But where did these designs come from? And then later on, you can segue into the Get a Robo and the Mazinga. You'll be getting like the the, the oh, classic Mazinga. <laughs> so there you go, awesome brother. Mazinga, this is really cool. Yeah. I will definitely uh, take a picture of it and post it on our on our forum because I wouldn't know how to describe it other than it's a badass robot with awesome weapons. All right, you got to pick up. Well, Vince hasn't opened anything yet, right? I did not. Okay, so um trying to think. And well, okay, since Vince opened mine, open yours. Mm-hmm. Let's see, that's the big one. Oh, big one! All right, let me get my this phone first. My katana. I have a Japanese katana replica as a letter opener. That I, my dad was in the Korean War, and I, didn't I don't. Know that. Yeah, and I don't know how. Uh, he got it, but it's a it's a beautiful you little. Get this hunk of metal. Oh. <laughs> All right, so I'm I carefully slitting the uh, the tape. It does not make for good listening, but that's what I'm doing. All right. I pre-cut all of mine. I have to <laughs> sheave. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a, a Christmas episode if it, there wasn't tearing of paper. Okay, stuff. there's two things in here, as you said. Put that over there. I open the small one first. Right. Yes, sir. Okay. This sucks. I didn't wrap anything. Well, I wrapped mine so that I could make it clear that I want you to open one before the other. Oh. Otherwise, you just open up a package and see them both. Nice. It is a Michael Schwartz illustration of some long-haired hippie kid in a life raft. (laughs) It's commandy. That's nice. Yeah. Look at All that. Right. Isn't Schwartz getting good? I like the brushwork. It's very sweet. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm admiring. Again, does not make for great listening. But <laughs> that's all right. It's, all uh, good. it's nice. Yeah, that's sweet. I like the monsters. Awesome. Cool. It's got dual mouths, too. And, and for people, I mean, we talked about Mike um, on the show. What else does Mike do? 
Oceanverse. Thank you. Yes, he does. And that is that that is his Twitter handle, Oceanverse. So that is true. So I open up the big one now. Yes, sir. Again, very nicely wrapped. <laughs> oh, all right. So while you're while you're unwrapping, uh, Chris, Mike, mm-hmm. Mike Norton wants you to know. He says what? Mike Norton on Twitter uh-huh. is is mad that he didn't get a Gil Kane cover rough. <laughs> How does he know? Did you tweet that David shit that you got? That I put it oh on my God. Yeah. Yeah. No way! Holy shit! <laughs> nice. You fucker. What are you, holy shit? God damn. <laughs> Jesus, look at this. I got a Pat Boyette original page. Holy shit. Wow. From, from Korg number four. Korg is great. That's yeah, the man. hotness. Oh my god. Dude, why did you do that? That's stupid. <laughs> How dare you? Oh, it's page number 10. And David, it even has on the bottom of it, stripped in, continued after the following page. Nice. Oh, and it's yes. pasted to the board. Yep. This I is hand-lettered, that. too. Mm-hmm. Pat friggin' boy. Dude, as soon as you said on the show a couple, like a few weeks ago, you're like, oh, I really, really want a Pat Boyette page. I do. I did. I was like, oh, dee dee I'm not done yet now. You got me one. I'm going to have to get, like, the whole friggin' issue now. Yeah, Bach take axe this way to mountain. <laughs> Crazy Korg was great. Giant snakes. I, yeah, I figured, uh, yeah. And the the snake is breaking the panel barrier too. That it's going from one panel over the gutter into another. I love that shit. That is sweet. All right, man. Well, Merry Christmas. Oh man, you. I'm done. Go ahead. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thank nice. you, Jason. That is awesome. Right, got I got to point my finger at. So Jason opened, Chris opened. We have to bring it back to David. Oh, Jason, do it. Yes, David opened. I opened Chris's. You opened mine. You opened Chris's. Um, David, I think. Yeah, David opened mine. <laughs> okay. This big ass thing. With... It's all about me. Yeah, well. <laughs> Following follow Chris. <laughs> this thing, I love. All right, first of all, it is. From none other than Cadence. It's postmarked from Palo, and and I have a feeling I know what it is. But this is Cadence packages are awesome. This is like this is it's like press board that it was it was packed in on the back. But what do you mean oh, you got a feeling you know what it you is? You know that something's off, awesome is inside. What is it, David? Let's see where if you can guess. Now I told I'm you not, when I, when I was trying to fish around getting you stuff, I said it has. There's a yeah, conceptual this, link. Okay, now now. People should know we we've been through through Twitter DMs and and the forum and I was I was a complete dick to, to Vince because he's like <laughs> he had no idea he's like I don't know what to get you give me some uh-huh. ideas well you and know I'm what like, you say don't buy paper and that pretty much shits on most of my choices true but, yet, but well what but but yeah Jason got robots. So, but it's, it's, yeah, I know. I, I know I'm difficult in that regard. Jason Robot really, Envy. He's got the Robot uh, Envy. No, no, I'm just saying. I, just, obviously, I mean, Chris got books, but, yeah. but Jason didn't. So, I mean, you know, right. you can be creative. I tried to, and, and, and that's the thing. I'll be honest with you. Completely, and you guys are my brothers. I'll be totally honest. The whole planning the gift thing, that's lost on me. I don't even, I don't even, I don't think about doing that. If y'all have, Amazon wish list. I'll go in and go bang bang. He'll love those. I'll just buy right. those. And that that's so right. when, when it did. But when I, when I'm forced to to actually think <laughs> about what I'm going to buy, it's tough for me because I'm not used to doing it. But you, I thought about 
and I was like, what What does David have? What can I get him that would be some kind of symbolic thing, joining of, we'll just open it. I'm opening it, I'm opening it. So I, maybe I put a little bit too much thought into it, we'll see. It is. I mean, it, the, the package is slightly bigger than an original art page. And if it's from Cadence, that gives you an idea what you're getting. Yeah. And, wow. Paolo does not kid when it comes to packing. Nah, okay. yeah. You know what I was looking awesome. for before I got the page that you're holding in your hand? I was seriously looking for the uh, body bags page with the knife going <laughs> in the belly. <laughs> That's funny. That would be hilarious. I would laugh at that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is. It is a Star Trek Deep Space Nine page by Gordon Purcell. Nice! And, and, uh, and Terry Pallet. And it is, it's lettered on the board. It's Logan Oh, it's Cisco on there? It's Cisco, it's it's first season. It's Cisco with hair. Or it's, it's first four seasons. Mm -hmm. Um, and it is, it, it looks, it looks phenomenal. It is great. Thank you, dude. Because I thought that would look real nice hanging next to your Gordon Purcell original cast page. Yeah, I think you're right. I think and, you're right. And I, you mentioned in the past that Deep Space Nine is your favorite series, and I'm thinking, well, why doesn't he have a page? Because I, I, I never read the comic, actually. I never it's read Malibu. The, whether it's from Malibu or whether when, when Wildstorm had it, but yeah, it was, uh, I, I never read, read Deep Space Nine. This is from issue or it is page 22. It, it, you know, it, it, it would have been awesome if I had the brains to include that issue in the damn package. Oh, it's Malibu Artboard, actually. It even says there's a little Malibu banner down on the bottom in the blue there line. There you go. History. Damn it. Oh, stop. To... stop. 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 I don't care what she says. You're getting a piece of uh, a little paper comic in the mail. <laughs> Let her fight me. I think I can take her. Certificate of Authenticity. On uh-huh. <laughs> oh, this is awesome. Kidding myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. More more presents, live tweets. What are we doing? I'll do presents. Let's, let's do a live tweet. Yeah, okay. let's do a live tweet. Go for it. Let's see here. But Jason, he picks the good ones. He does. Uh, let's see here. Um, what's your favorite movie to watch during the holidays that isn't a Christmas movie? By Hassan. Wow. Uh, well, we started a new tradition of Lord of the Rings. Um, that's good because it came out, those came out during the holiday season yep. every year. Yeah, for those three years. So, um, we, we started that tradition this year, so we'll continue that next year, but we, um, I, oh man, I don't, War of the Roses. Oh, nice. Interesting. That is, that, that is one of her favorite. Michael Douglas and Kathleen Turner. Yes. Yeah, that is that. before she got the sex change. Yeah, was, yeah I know. <laughs> wow. Back when she was, yeah, yeah. I know. Ouch. Uh, um, <laughs> I, I mean, it's lo- a lo- long way from China Blue. <laughs> a long, <laughs> long <kidding>. way. <laughs> or the Polish detective. The uh, yeah, I think. I mean, that's. I mean, I'm I'm thinking about what we have on tap, and everything is. I mean, even even Love Actually, it takes place during Christmas. So, I mean, I I can't say that that's, that's a not Christmas. Love Actually is a Christmas movie. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 an anthology, and it it, it the way it all comes together is fantastic. But it, it is a Christmas movie, and it usually kicks off our Christmas movie season. But um, yeah, I, I would have to say those two that I mentioned. Hmm. 
Uh, for me, like I said, it's Trading Places and Cannonball Run. Nice. Wow. Why Cannonball Run? I just love the movie so much. I don't know. I just always uh, perfect. I don't know. There's, yeah, there's no reason. Just, just uh, it just always makes me. I just uh, it's one of those movies that doesn't take much for me to pop in and laugh my ass off. Can I can we put a little spin on it? Turn it on its end. Uh, I'm going to pick a Christmas movie we watch all year long. Oh, okay. yes. My kids absolutely adore Elf. They watch it at least oh. at least once or twice a month, probably more. Uh, so Elf is the the Christmas movie that plays all year long in our house. I'm telling, I'm not not uh, exaggerating at all. The Elf, if you walk into our house any given time, chances are very good that Elf will be playing in the kids' room. That's but cool. um, as far as me, Jesus, I don't know what movie do I watch? Non Christmas movie do I watch during Christmas? I don't know. It's just kind of strange. Um, last Christmas I watched um, the second Nolan Batman, and I just watched it uh, a couple of days ago in preparation for the new one, which I have yet to get. But I'm, I'm planning. Oh, on you it. don't so, have? Uh, no, not yet. Not yet. No. So then, so you already have the first two. Yeah, I'm blue. So, so you're not going to get. The, the trilogy collector's edition. No, even though I heard okay. that there's extra stuff on that. I think there is. We have, thanks to uh, Mr. Pat Loika, who was kind enough to send me the, the Avengers and the last Nolan Batman movie. Um, I don't think we'll get the trilogy. I mean, it really depends on what's in, in the set, but yeah. I don't. I mean, the second and- movie just doesn't do anything for us here, but it's, I know, I know. That's okay. But it's, Different it's, strokes, it's, right? But um, actually, I cannot... Well, no, I won't. I, I, someone else go. I'll I'll talk about it after. <laughs> well, you have to tell somebody to open something. No, did Chris? Oh, yes, on the live tweet. Oh, I'm sorry. There's, I mean, there's there's like no like non Christmas movie that I watch every year because it's the season. I'd say like this year, um, I'm watching like the Planet of the Apes, which is kind oh of cool. nice. I'm glad you mentioned yeah, up that. To the third uh-huh. one. Second one was a little rough. <gasps> Christopher. Different strokes. <laughs> hey, it's Taylor. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's, it's James Franciscus. Yeah, not. Yeah, I, I love the uh, second movie. What? I love the second movie. Um, no, yeah, I mean, it's not terrible. You just love it. Cause oh, here's a good one. This is, this is especially for David. Yeah. Also by Hassan. Since he just saw Django Unchained, what's your favorite Tarantino movie? <laughs> we had this question, didn't we, recently? Mm-hmm. It's yeah, still, it's, it's, yeah, still, yeah. It's still Reservoir Dogs. It's still Reservoir Dogs for me. <laughs> he hasn't changed. It bastards. hasn't changed in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And Warriors Bastards. Kill Bill Volume 1. Oh, here you go. This is bad. This is, well, not better, but this is, this is one we got. I forgot we'd done the one. From Chris Ray, um, who are your favorite Silver or Bronze Age creators that are the least well-known? Oh, boy. The least well known. Um, that that's easy for me. Um, after reading um, uh, Doom Patrol, Premiani. Yeah, the dude is nice. Fucking, it's and no one ever talks about him unless you're Gabriel Hardman. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I mean when 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 Gabe like jumps up from his table because he hears that an art dealer has Premiani art. I mean that's that tells me something. So, silver or bronze? 
Well, I'll throw one out because I can't even take credit for it, but someone else uh, posted this uh, today on Twitter, and I was like, you know, they're right, Don Heck. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Absolutely. And I saw that this morning. I was like, damn, you're right. So perfect chance to. to Absolutely. Um, I. George Tusker grew on me over the years. Mm-hmm. Not initially, but but over time he did. Um, I still think that Sal is underrated because of his brother. Sal is extremely Definitely. underrated. Who, by the way, inked uh, one of the stories in this American Yes, he did. And that great inking job, too. Because normally, normally Jansen inks. Um, Would you guys say Roger Stern is underappreciated? Because like, it's hard for me to tell. He's just no comics in so long. It, I've, well, I viewed him as an A-list guy back then, but I don't know that like people think of him anymore in that thing. When you think of that Avengers run he did, they yeah. wrote that, that Bushima and Palmer drew. That was it, my it, spot. It, yeah. So, I mean, it's... Yeah, I think... See, it, uh, underrated, I think Stern, I, I would unfortunately say forgotten, maybe not underrated. Because when he yeah, was when he was doing the work, it yep. was I mean, because even the boy who collected Spider Man and and even recently he did the uh, the the Spider Man with with Juggernaut and, and Captain Universe that Lee Weeks drew. So um, he still has it. He just unfortunately it's like it's like the everybody who went to Valiant in the original days where you had your Bob Laytons and your Don Perlins and and everybody else and yeah. and your Bob Halls and it was just like you know hey remember I used to draw Avengers West Coast and it's like announced the nineties and. Marvel's going yeah. with a different style, so um, yeah. See, I just mm, it's well. I'll, even, always, I, I'll always see Mike Zek in a, t- in a time like this, just because he doesn't get I'm, enough love. But do you think Zek? I mean, I do. No, I, do you think? I think Zek gets the exact Zek gets amount love, of love oh, that he I deserves. <laughs> no, well, but dude. no, not not. There are people that love Mike Zek. I love Mike, Mike Zek. It's, and, it's and, the people who. Who grew yeah. up with Mike Zek? You yeah. can't, if you tell a young buck today, you know, you should check out these GI Joe covers or or Secret Wars or this uh, Captain yeah. America with Deathlock. They're like, all right, you say, man, right? But it's all oh, yeah, the first four issues. But as long as you just you know, as as long as you you were reading Zek when it was coming out, mm-hmm. that's your jam. You but, knew Mike Zek. I mean, Mike Mike Zek was doing stuff after you know. I, I think that you know the whole. John Byrne pushing of the artist to the forefront had, had taken place, and when you read a Mike Zek comic, you knew that Mike Zek was the artist. And I think that he is in the sweet spot of a lot of people, David in my age, and then and then Wood. So um, the only reason I say that I think that that Zek gets the amount of credit that he has deserved now, he didn't do a ton. I mean, right. he did. He did a lot. He didn't do a time. I mean, I mean, we're not talking about fucking you know um, Steranko here, who did an amazing amount of work in a really compressed amount of time. I mean, Zach did Zach did great work, but he didn't do a ton of it. And and twenty twenty five years after that, now, yeah, it, it, for for us to all know who he is and 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 be very um positive about his work i, I think is that that's fitting that's enough <laughs> i can't argue with you i mean yeah. you, can, you can never get too much love i for some yeah. reason i want to say frank bruner but it, damn I, you I oh, jesus david dude, sorry dude he is awesome um and and actually and and when there's jerk 
I know. Chapter <laughs> you guys you guys are going to really enjoy chapter six in Marvel Comics the Untold Story because that is there there there, there, are, there are some Frank Bruner anecdotes in that nice. chapter. Um but yeah, he is I mean I you know, Howard Duck obviously. I have I have a right here, it's it's one thing that will never make its way into a uh EOC gift exchange. I have the uh mm-hmm. Doctor Strange, a separate reality by art by Bruner, written by Steve Englehart. And uh and, and it and, and the art is awesome and, and he's someone who just I thought that Doctor Strange story and Howard the Duck. Uh, outside of that, I've seen very little Bruner artwork. So oh, you need to scoop that shit up. I know, I know. I, I have to rectify that. But it's so. But he, he's somebody I'd, I'd consider underrated, just because I don't see enough of it out there. What Randy, do you think about uh, what? Oh, I'm, the question what really about, is underrated, but more oh, like lesser known. Yeah. yeah. So, um, here, here's one that fits better than Zach. Um, Keith Pollard. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Master Kung Fu, Black Goliath. I mean, David. And with that, with that, Jason? Jason, why don't you open up your present? From Chris. <laughs> okay. Well, it's okay. not from me. It's from us. Right. But I don't want to be like, you know, Vince, with it's all about me. So I wasn't going to throw yeah. my name in there. It is all about you. Why don't you open up your present? Your, your says, please don't bend from David and Chris. Do not open until Christmas episode. So That's tonight. It is. Okay, let's see here. What about Rich Buckler? Mm. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I got a couple while he's opening that. Yeah, I've always thought he was an underrated guy. All right, it's attached to some faux wood thing. It looks like a page of something, something here. Hold on a second. Something, something. Something, something. Something brushed my leg. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Unheard of. Hilarious. Are you kidding me? What are the odds of that? That is baffling. (laughs) How serendipitous. That is baffling. No sooner do I say Keith Pollard than I open this up and it's a freaking page of Keith Pollard art from Ohatmu, dude. Yeah. Get out. Unheard what is what, what of, character? Dude. Colleen Wing. <laughs> oh, jeez. There you awesome. go. With an ass shot. Yeah, no. It it's is awesome. I, I have been looking for for you for how I don't think I've mentioned long. Keith Pollard's name ever on the show before. <laughs> but that you mentioned, mentioned I'm glad you did now. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Sweet, thanks, dudes. It's fantastic. Oh, I had nice. I've been I've been looking for a hot pages for you. I don't know for how long. Oh, man. it's awesome. That is great. I'm glad. Not easy to come by. I'm no, glad. no, definitely not. Definitely not. Yeah, I look for them all the time. Yeah. Sweet, dude. Master, it's from the uh, Master Edition. Nice. Yeah. So it's the it's the front, back, and, and side view, and it's it's. Yeah, she's got some I, boots too. I love. <laughs> I I you know and and since and I figured it might go nice with 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 your early Mike Zek. Power Man page, but the um, I'm, I'm sorry. still jealous as shit about that Power Man page. That is, you know, you I'm not, honestly, I'm gonna tell you, Jason, I'm not happy about it. You should be jealous, dude. <laughs> but it's it's not, um, not happy about it. And and I was looking at some of the other Master uh, the Handbook of the Marvel Universe pages, and and a lot of them are just are of course that who whatever artist drew the character, and then you know and and then they pasted 
all the text from the handbook on the board. And I'm like, yeah. that's, uh, you're not getting a whole lot of art there. And, and, I, and I like the Master Edition. The Master Edition is like the one version I never got. And, and I loved the idea of the Master Edition. Three hole binder. You got the page punch. You can just move things around if you want to keep things by, by team. I love the idea of the Master Edition. I wish they continued it. And I love that it was just one singular artist doing all the model sheets. Well, and it's fascinating too because the blue line is like you can see that the the inks are different proportion like than the blue line. Like the hands are a little longer, the shoulders are bigger, um, like the uh, the the waist is a little more pronounced. Like clearly they wanted to like beef her up a little bit, make her curvier than was in the in the blue line. And then there's a little piece of tape from I guess I can't read the but it says please shoot one X at eighty eight percent. Thanks. It's so one of the editors. Oh, oh, <laughs> nice. like, I love that. Yes, nice. That, that's awesome. cool. That's cool. Very cool, guys. Thanks very much. It's awesome. Merry Christmas, buddy. Glad you like it. Yeah, yeah David's like, look what I found. I was like, I'll go have these. He's like, oh, done. <laughs> awesome. Fantastic. Can we, go, can we go back to the overlooked guys real quick? Yes, yes. Yeah. Dude, that is karma, dude. You can dude. go, go pay. That's crazy. That is baffling. What are the odds of that? It's like Keith that. Howard. It's like, I know that name. Jason, open up your gift. That is crazy. <laughs> Ding. Wow. Because bronze, and, and that's my bag. Uh, yes, it is. And I, I think, uh, for me, the the most overlooked artist from the Bronze Age is Frank Robbins, without a doubt. I was, yeah. See, I was, I was, I was waiting to hear his name because it's it's um, Frank Robbins and Frank Springer. I tend to confuse, or, or I tend to think one, but I'm thinking the other. Yeah. And people Rob- always Robbins rattle off, names, right? Robbins hmm? did Vader's and, and Springer did Dazzler. Robbins did uh, Invaders, yeah, because oh. I mean his his Captain America is just up there yes. with, with Jacks yeah. for me. But I mean, people always rattle off, "Who was your favorite Batman artist?" And you hear the usual names, and I always say Frank Robbins. Frank Robbins did an amazing Batman. Uh, some of the sexiest women ever depicted in comics, uh, and I think, and this may cause people to doubt my sanity, I think Frank Robbins did the absolute best Shadow ever. Really. Yeah, yeah, by far. But then um, to bring it back to Jason, Pat Boyette is criminally overlooked. Uh, mm-hmm. I had Frank Bruner, but David took that one. Um, <laughs> Gray Morrow. How many people bring up Gray Morrow? See, and that's yeah, disturbing. But I don't. Uh, it. I mean, he's not. He's not somebody I'd, I'd consider lesser known. Really? Yeah, it, it's weird because he, first of all, he, did he do, I always think about his Batman because you could always, Batman's cowl always looked like it didn't fit right with the Grey Mara drawing, but you had, I think oh. he did, I think he did art for both, uh, Africa Relief books for, for Heroes Against Hunger and Heroes I'm Sure for he Hope. did, sure he did. But Grey Morrow did the very first Man Thing story. And oh. it is it is just flat out gorgeous. Uh Monsters no, yeah, not Monsters Unleashed. Uh Savage Tales, number one. Grey Morrow did the and there's one panel of uh, the first page actually where the man thing is his hand slowly re- reaching out of the swamp. I see that panel sometimes in my sleep. I just love that that nice that damn thing. But Space nineteen ninety nine, those books are great. Uh and I last but not least, I have a million bronze guys that I it's my thing. Val Merrick. Yeah. 
Yep. Yeah, because definitely. if you bring up Frank Bruner, Frank Bruner didn't. I mean, Frank Bruner cemented his reputation on Howard the Duck, but he did not design Howard the Duck. Val Merrick right. did. Yep. And, oh, really? Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, back from when the Man Thing was in Fear, that's Howard the Duck originally appeared in Fear, and then they they just uh, ran with it. But yeah, Val Merrick's an awesome. Void Indigo. Ooh. Oh yes. That's just great stuff. But anyway, let's move on. Wally Wood original art is really expensive. <laughs> I would think so. Uh, I, think. <laughs> I would yeah. love a Wally Wood. Plant a seed for next no year, one. guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. All right. See, this is probably off air chatter, but it, it's Jason and I had an idea about next year's gift giving. Okay. What's this idea? We may all, three of us may chip in for the others. Yeah, gift. maybe, you know. So this way, this way, if there's that you know page of art that might be out of reach for one person, or a robot that you know is just mm-hmm. you know, so this way if 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 me, Jason, and Chris all pitch in for Vince's, and Vince, Jason, and Chris pitch in for mine, and, the, and That's so a this good way, idea. so this way we don't it all is. go crazy looking, you know, come come November and we're like, all right, what am I going to get, Jason? What am I going to get Vince? What am I going to get Chris? That now way, I could just, like, just you know, I could just give people money and have them do the shopping for me. Perfect. Oh no, you have to do all the shopping. <laughs> <laughs> we rotate it year after year, and next year you have to do the shopping for everyone Chris, uh, except for yourself. Oh, Chris opens okay. the box. What the hell is this manga shit? I got a box of manga. Yeah, I got a envelope of money. Thanks, this Vince. Isn't, it's not this even isn't. translated. <laughs> Asshole. This is not comics. <laughs> it's not comics. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's 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 a really good idea. Who came up with that? Jason, David. obviously. No, David did. <laughs> <laughs> You're a dick. I am. Yeah. I'm right, a dick so with a pet lamp um, page. Jason, do you like your Ohatmu page? It's amazing, dude. It's amazing. I, right. Dude, I'm baffled at the karmic <laughs> incident of me saying Keith Pollard and then you guys. I know. I was just like, shit, open up your present now. That is crazy, dude. Like, because again, like, Zek, you always hear me talk about, but I, I, I never, I don't think I've mentioned it. It's real small, but did you get my, my email, which is more of a birthday oh, present? Oh, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. The little domino, uh, love it. Love it. Yeah. Did that's you awesome. have that? I do. You already have it. Okay. <laughs> I figured you already had it. Now you have one for your office. Domino collectibles are so few and far between that they're fairly easy to... Uh, <laughs> I, I had a feeling that you had it, but I had I had market Dark Tower order anyway. So now you can have one for your office. Too. I was going to say, I will gladly display it in my office. Okay. Nice. It's on its way. Ooh. Now I'm thinking maybe I should start collecting these Keith Pollard pages. Do you know, by the way, that he did every he did every um, illustration in the uh, Master Edition? Of yes. That's that's what I'm yeah. saying. I love yeah. the idea that it was just it was one yeah. singular artist throughout that whole yeah, yeah. That was the binder one too, right? Or was yep. that not that? Yeah, that yeah. was yeah. three hole punch and yeah, yep. that's my favorite. A couple damn good years for Keith Pollard. Yes, he bought a house off that. Hope so. No doubt. So. No doubt. Yeah, uh, awesome. Garcia okay, so Lopez did did that stuff for uh, did the um, well he did he did the model sheets for DC. He did yeah. the model sheets yeah. for DC. And then he and. You can find those, and actually, um, who's the uh, the artist choice guy? Um, the Garcia Lopez commercial art stuff was uh, on sale this year, and there was some some model sheets that were pretty that were pretty cool. Hmm. Of of um, Garcia Lopez, there was a, one, a Joker model sheet. Wow, that was really nice. Wow, yeah, and you can get it for eh, about one hundred and fifty bucks, so it wasn't that hmm. bad. No, no. All right, who? Um, let's see who. Who's opened more than one? 
I've opened I have. two. David's opened two. So I've Vince and Chris have each opened one? Yes. Mm-hmm. Alright, Chris, you're up next. You can open, uh, who, you haven't opened, let's see, you haven't opened mine or whose else? Mine. Alright, open David's. Alright. So I got a box here. Let's see here. This actually might come in handy based on, um, recent Facebook posts. <laughs> well, what happened before you broke it? <laughs> oh, you're hilarious. <laughs> I want chili when I come in April. You okay? It's you will you will have you will have canned goods. Um I'm such a dork and David is such a bigger dork for getting this for me. <laughs> it is um and I and I so remember putting this on my Amazon wish list, and it's uh-huh. exciting for me because I'm going to get uh, my mason jars tomorrow because my pressure canner cooker is coming in on Friday, and David has uh, has sent me a uh, complete canning accessory kit with uh, the uh, it, it's got it's got everything it's got the the rack it's got the funnels it's got the uh, uh, the jar clamp. And the uh, the the lid uh, uh, dunker to sterilize all your yeah, it's a canning kit. <laughs> well, you said you're trying to cut down on your book, so yes, I'm cutting down on my book, and I'm incredibly <laughs> excited about my new my new um, pressure canner. <laughs> it sucks that she won't let you get a vacuum sealer though. Good for fucking Christmas next year. So there we go. Yeah, that's half what you can. You say that like that's a bad thing. I know. I cannot wait to uh, to get awesome. the uh, the wonderful world of canning. I'm actually uh, doing some pickles right now, so uh, um, I can't sniffing do them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I can't do uh, I can't do uh, anything that's a, a low acid food until I get my uh, uh, until I get my, my pressure canner. So this is awesome. I'm excited. Thank you, David. You're very welcome, buddy. So major Yes. Oh, it's got the little magnetic can lid lifter. Oh, nice. Nice. Oh, this is awesome. I'm very excited. Thank you. Yay. Shut Shut up. Get the Eagles. Fucking Jacksons. Sniffing <laughs> <laughs> <never> pickles. <laughs> you guys are going to come in in April and we're going to be, we're going to be grilling out on our rooftop where we're, where we're staying for C2E2 and I'm going to have all sorts of, of pickled yummies to, to nice. put on us. Or barbecue food. If, if you're going to be okay. making chili, just remember, uh-huh. when you think it's hot enough, uh-huh. it's not hot enough. Make oh, it, really? Make, oh, 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 yeah. Oh, really? Yes. Well, I, well, actually, I disagree. I'm actually thumbing through. Yeah. I, my, my mother-in-law got me a, uh, a pickling book. for. Also, for, the fewer beans you put in a chili, the better. There we go. Thank you, Jason. You and my wife would, would agree on that. She, uh, she's a beanless chili gal. She's a traditional. Renee loves uh, the beans. I'm not a fan but, of the beans. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna start. Uh, I've got like four <laughs> different, um, four different pickled jalapeno <laughs> recipes that I'm gonna start. Nice. Um, like honeyed jalapenos and and uh, like garlic jalapeno pickles and that kind of stuff. So you yeah, I'm, uh, burn your face off jalapenos because that's kind of like. Oh, I'm. I'm Dude, I live in Chicago, so I've got access to nice. like ghost chilies. Get the ghost chilies. I could do. I've got a, a whole bag of Guatemalan insanity peppers. Nice. Wow. 
<laughs> so, yes. Thank you, David. You're very welcome, brother. Um, wait, I have to pick now, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay, David, who have you not opened up from? Jason. You should yeah, open boy. this gift. Oh, saving the best. Oh, I don't know about that. Wait, what's that about? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Jeez. Oh, just because you didn't get to say it first. Oh, I also, I still haven't, uh, I, I also did not, I still did not open up uh, my gift from Travis Night Nurse from the EOC Gift Exchange. Wow. Oh. Yeah, I know. Will power, baby. Hal Jordan. So, all right. So, let's see. You mean Guy Gardner? No, I, I, I didn't say warrior. <laughs> he is. He's a fighter. Fighter. He's got an abandoner. Okay. There are things wrapped in Santa Claus. Oh, okay. So there's all right. So the the, the boxes that are flat. There's nothing in the boxes, right? There's just. There's, uh, okay. There should be two wrapped. Flat. Okay. Good. Got him. Okay. Is there one I open first? The smaller one first. Smaller one first. Oh, I see. I, I see a, I see a pattern forming. This uh-huh. <laughs> badass. This is wow. This is a Michael Schwartz Spider-Man, and this is a a Andrew Garfield movie era Amazing Spider-Man Spider. Yeah, and it looks pretty bad. And it's got the lizard's tail coming out at him. Did you see? Did he show you what he was sending us, Jason? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This looks pretty badass. Yeah, the lizard's tail coming. It, it's it takes place in the sewers. There's there's the um, the wow the gray in the background is is amazing. This is dude. This is awesome. Thank you so much, and Michael. This is fantastic. You got it. Wow. And number two. <coughs> Expert rapping. This is awesome. <laughs> Okay, to whom it may concern, this is a letter of authenticity. <laughs> oh, shit. Dude, you did not. <laughs> this is... Oh, my God. It, it, it's a... It, You're trying to place the issue, aren't you? I I really am. It, it it's 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 from Wacky Squirrel Halloween Special from '87. With wow. A, with a Michael T. Gilbert, Mister Monster, right on the page. Wow. Damn. Wood so mm-hmm. rolled it out this year. <laughs> Wacky and Squirrel Vince has this issue too, so he should have sent you this issue too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, issue nineteen to twenty-three is marked. Uh, Michael T. Gilbert's Mister Monster joins in with Wacky Squirrel, so you have. Um, Artist Jim Bradrick and anchor Jim Bradrick on everything but the Mr. Monster image as he's coming in through the door. This is awesome. Lettered on the page, sound effects. Mm-hmm. Are awesome. Is that Ken Bruzenak? Holy crap. <laughs> this is awesome, Jason. Thank I think it so. is Bruzenak, yeah. You got, you got it, brother. It. Oh, this is fantastic. Merry, Merry Hanukkah. Thank you, dude. Aww. <laughs> oh, man. 
Um, Feel the love, people, in, in, <laughs> in the listener verse. Uh, Jason, go ahead and open up. Oh, wait, no, you're done. I'm all done, dude. I'm all square. Yeah. And Chris did not open Jason's gift. No, I have not. That's all that's left, right? No. Is that it? No, oh, it no. says. I have David's. Oh. All right, I'll be selfish then. Go ahead, open mine. Should be selfish. I did the, uh, I pre-opened it while y'all were talking. I didn't look inside. Really? Yes, I did. I opened you it. You moistened the slot. What's going on here? You're going to hate it. I'm going to hate it. I doubt that. It's very well packed. That's what she said. He And thick. Um, That's what he said. One piece of cardboard. Two pieces of cardboard. And it's upside down, dumbass. Oh, Jesus. It's a Hardman. Is it? Oh. Yes. It's a Hardman what? Gabriel Hardman's drawing Rom. <laughs> oh, that's kind of cool. Holy shit. David, what are you, crazy? <laughs> I don't know. Wow, look at that. It's really nice. I could see where he used a little bit of whiteout. <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful. Oh, that's really nice. I'm going to have to scan this. As soon as I get back Space to work, I'll like scan it. Yeah, that's really sweet. I got a Hardman. Hard on for Hardman. Join, join, join the club. I, that's what I'm saying. Everybody, yeah, I have everybody one. else has one but me. Now I got one. Hardman Mr. Monster. That's beautiful. Thank you, David. You're very welcome, buddy. How much does Michael's or AC Moore charge to frame? Because I got stuff I got to frame on. It, yeah, you might want to get the discount, the coupons for Michael's. Um, oh, that I, works on framing? Oh, yeah. That's their, it, yeah. You, you, yeah. I always buy them when they're 60% off. Sweet. Yeah. And I buy the I buy the, the 11 by 17 frames, the, the home collection ones. I want ornate frames. Do they have those? Like, I don't want just... Well, if you, yeah, custom framing, I would always get, I would wait till it's 60% off. Okay. If you just want to buy frames that just fit the art, then you can get them pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. I, I, I'm getting stuff framed. Um, oh no, I didn't do Chris's either. What? I didn't do your gifts. I got, I got your stuff to open. So, oh. who, who still has stuff left? I, I still have, I still have Jason's. Yes. Well, why don't you, you have, go ahead you and do this. that? I'm trying to think what I sent you, Vince. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Rom, too. All right, so um, small, small, um, small one. Have you seen it, David? Yes, I have. Which oh, I'm, beautiful. I'm, I'm gonna go out on a limb and guess that this is a Mr. Schmor- a Mr. Schwartz, and it is. May the Schwartz be with you. Yeah, that's very cool. That is very cool. He, um, um, wow, it's a, it's a Cameron Chase Queen and Country uh, sniper scene. Which is awesome. Yeah, he that did a great is. job with it. I mean, she she's chilling out with a rifle and smoking cigarette. And- oh, and like this d- entire like you know huge ashtray of of cigarette butts and yeah, I mean that is a the the light bulb hanging from the from the ceiling from the you know cracked out ceiling. She's you know that is a great Queen and Country scene. It, it reminds me of a. Uh, uh, a Chris Omni commission 
that I had drooled over years ago and, and very similar and just kind of that, uh, capturing that moment of the, um, which is what is great about Queen and Country is that Greg captures the very unromantic part of being a spy. And, uh, uh, you know, everything that we see with James Bond is great and it's awesome and it's very romanticized, but, but Greg captures the, I've been sitting in a ratted out, um, hole of a hotel room for 20 hours with a sniper rifle smoking three packs of cigarettes waiting for my target to come and just there with me and my thoughts and and he just captures those moments so well the mundane and why that you know why that makes his world work so well so so mr schwartz thank you very much this is absolutely beautiful and i'm putting it in my uh in my uh um art carry case right now to make sure it's well protected so awesome thank you um and the second one which I'm very interested to see. Oh, you bastards. Oh, shit. <laughs> what it is? Well, I was getting pumped for information about a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, I know, I, so, Jason, thank you very much. And I have a feeling that Mr. Price may have, uh, may have been your, um, he may have been a bit of my, my spy. Mm. He was, yeah, he was, he was, he was pumping your target for information. Uh, I'm, I had, I had about, uh, about a year ago or so, I had set my original art endeavor aside, um, in favor of getting my, uh, Avengers and JLA jam pieces done, which has kind of been what I've been working on for the last, you know, year and a half at conventions. And, uh, before that, um, I had a, a goal to get a page from every arc of Queen and Country that, that has come out. And, um, um, I've got, I've got a page of, of Mike's, Mike Norton's from, uh, uh, from Saddlebags and a Chris Mitten page from one of the declassified, uh, stories and a couple Brian Hurt pages, one from a regular story, one from a declassified. And so, uh, I, I'm kind of, you know, on my way to, uh, to getting a page from, from every, uh, from every arc. I'll never get a, a Chris Somney page because he doesn't no. sell them. Uh, but, right. but I do have a Chris Somney Queen and Country commission. But one of my, uh, um, one of my, my grail pieces for my original art collection is, uh, a Steve Rolston page from the first arc of, of Queen and Country. And I had kind of, kind of given up on whether I would ever get a, uh, a Steve Rolston page from that first arc because they're not, they're not incredibly easy to find. Um, and they're they're pretty picked over, but uh, I now have an awesome, awesome page of of Tom and Ed and and Tara in the pit, and it's nice. it's them talking about a terrorist attack that has just taken place on uh, uh, on their 
their headquarters there and it's a beautifully designed page and everything that is is great about those conversations that took place in the pit so jason thank you very much this is You're welcome, uh, brother. this is going to have a major place of uh, of import on the on the original art wall i uh, so. he's actually a really cool guy I actually got it from him directly so uh well it's it's personalized so i yeah, imagine yeah, yeah. so and so, he, uh, he 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 said he took a break from comics for a while, but he's actually in the midst of uh, making a comeback. So, uh, well, he did he did a book, uh, Ghost Project, okay, uh, a couple years ago. That uh, probably, probably more than a couple years ago. Um, Steve Rolston is a phenomenal comic artist and one of those guys that uh, you know Queen and Country is a perfect fit for him because he has a, a very understated style. He's a he's a phenomenal cartoonist. Uh, he doesn't have the the splash and vigor that uh, that some artists may have, but he's he's just great at capturing the moment and and telling. Telling a great story with with you know regular people, um, he's a he's a phenomenal artist, and this page exemplifies what he's really good at. And uh, um, yeah, I've got I have I have an original art page from the first arc of Queen and Country, and I'm very excited. There you go, buddy. Awesome. Now we know what to get him next year. Um, you have you have a Carlos Speed McNeil. I do not have a Speed McNeil page. Um, uh, Speed McNeil, I'm looking for uh, a Leandro Fernandez page. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and he's a tough. He's a he's a tough one um, yeah. because um, where he's repped at, which is um, Splash Page Art, um, he does not have any Q and C pages, and they're kind of hard to find. Uh, the other one is um, uh, Jason Alexander. You know, if, you know, if, if anybody, anybody can get a Armenian country to pay for a Somni, it's Damon. No, 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 my friend. It's, Somni doesn't, doesn't sell us, um, away. No. And I, and I've got, I've got a Somni Queen and Country commission, so I'm good. I figure that's as close as that's, I'm gonna that's get. That's all you're going to get for Somni is, is original yeah. commissions. You're not no, he, he doesn't, he does not sell his his original art pages and that's cool i respect that so i'm lucky enough i've got um i've got two somni commissions and i actually have a um a discarded uh pencil um layout for a commission a a queen and country commission that he did that was one of my favorite commissions that i had ever seen him do and he said yeah i actually um had to do that twice because the original pencils that i did weren't uh uh that they didn't they they weren't where I wanted them to uh to be and so I was like well, I'll take them if you want to sell them so I actually bought the the original art uh, or the original uh pencil um layout of a commission that he did so I've got I've got I've got enough uh, Somni original art for Queen of Country David, so there. Could, David could trade for it though <laughs> <laughs> if David, if you could ever get an original art page out of Somni, I, I would, I would bow to King Dap. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Uh, it is not going to happen. All right, who's left? Vince. Yep. Am I still tackle? Oh, is it oh, mine? Great. No. Great. Yes, Vince has to open yours. Yeah. 
Oh, we were all selfish. Yeah, guys. go for it. Okay. Awesome. Um, before I open the uh, uh-huh. the box, Chris, uh-huh. in, in his infinite wisdom, was uh, oh yeah, it's only half your present. Yeah, I, I gave you your other half last week. Right. Bitch. He was tuned in to my my loves, and he got me a year subscription to Concert Vault. Isn't it awesome? Because if there's one thing I love more than visual art, it's sound art. Yes. Isn't, isn't Concert Vault awesome? It is. It is. They gave away complete concerts the 12 days leading up to Christmas. I know. It's um, the, the U2 concert in Boston is really good. Yeah, I but, um, that one. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> so, I mean, that, um, the, concert, the, the Concert Vault subscription is something that I know that you will spend hours and hours and hours oh, hell yeah. and hours digging through just for the Zappa stuff alone. So yeah. so the, the, the book I sent you is, is great, and, and I hope you enjoy it. But the Concert Vault is something that I think that you, for the next year, will actually actively enjoy and hell find yeah. new stuff every day. And you so. know what's cool about it? If you um, The stuff they don't offer... Offer uh, for download. You can mm-hmm. you can stream while you're on the website, and when yes. you when you go back to the website, it mm-hmm. keeps your li- the last thing you listen to is mm-hmm. still in the player. Yep, that's really cool. Yep, yeah, yep. I like that a lot. It'll it's um and Concert Vault is I mean it's this basically online project. It's a depository for uh, uh great concert recordings from really dating back into the 50s yeah. there's jazz oh the jazz, jazz library there is so awesome yeah. um really heavy on on a lot of the um rock and roll from the 60s and 70s but there's um um what you need to check out Vince is the Day Trotter studio recordings okay and Day Trotter is it's um uh, these recordings that take place in Rock Island, Illinois, which is my wife's hometown, and bands that go across the country, it's become a destination to stop and do a day trotter uh, recording. And they'll do four or five, six songs, and the list of bands that have done recordings there is just huge and it's some of today's most awesome and little known acts will make a point of of stopping and doing day trotter recording so just just type in day trotter mm-hmm. and the list of bands that will come up will, will amaze you okay. i i personally suggest um listening to the uh the lord huron recordings there i'll do that they're amazing I, the first thing I played was uh, Miles Davis from I think it was fifty five. It, it's the, the the Newport Jazz Festival, uh, and this was like Miles was regarded as done because mm-hmm. of his his addictions and his career falterings, which I don't agree to. But whatever. I mean, I mean, he was down and out because of his, his, his it, yes, yeah. he was having problems, and this was the the, the comeback show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's just awesome. It's amazing. Monk is on piano. Oh, oh God. Mm. Yeah, Zoot Sims oh. is in there. It's really good stuff. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, thanks for the concert, Vault. I will use that every day of my freaking life. Nice. N- until the Internet goes away. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's awesome. I, it's, that was, I, I knew that you would love that. All right, we got an Amazon box. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Look at that. I, I got. I think you turned me on to this guy, so this is just me saying thank you and i can't believe you didn't have this book so yeah i don't know why i don't have it i didn't have it either uh for whatever reason i just 
I, I, I didn't pre-order it and I didn't jump on it when it, when it originally came out. It's the second volume of The Extraordinary Adventures of Adele Blanc-Sec by the master Jacques Tardy. And, uh, yeah, it's it, actually, it's the only one to date of the Tardy series that I don't have. Well, I, cause I'm do. stupid. Yeah. But now right. I have it. And you know, the movie mixes, um, stuff from both, yes. both volumes, which is really cool. So, yeah. oh, man, I love his art. Yeah, I, it, was it you that that originally brought Tardy to the group? I would think. I know I can't yeah. say for sure, but I would. I mean, yeah, it's, it's either you or Jason because I know that you that that Jason was on the a double on suck pretty pretty early. Yeah, yeah I think well, Vince talked me into buying them all though from Fantagraphics. Yeah. yeah, it's man. If if there's one thing that this show has done, it has turned me on. I mean, it's done. It's done a lot more than that, but if there's one thing it's done, it's it's turned me on to. The awesomeness of Jacques Tardy. Yeah. So, so did you see the lineup for this year? They're not yeah. slowing down. There's a lot of oh, Tardy. Oh, really? There's more Tardy oh, coming out. Lots, oh, yeah, more. lots, lots yeah. more. Yeah. Very excited. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I want to meet that guy. Well, he's he's not ancient, but he's not young either. So does he speak English? Oh, I'm. I'm yeah, I would. I'm not sure, but I. Let's get him on. <laughs> You're no, I'm serious. Damn cheesy. Dude, I interviewed <laughs> John Byrne, goddammit. Let's do it. We, I don't know what the logistics are. We could try. No, let's do it. Okay. Uh-huh. I would well, I have would, a translator. I would, hook up, I would hook up on like Saturday at like 2 o'clock in the morning. Hell yeah. For Tardy, yeah. For Tardy? Yeah, yeah we should do that. We, we, okay. It's, we're going to start a, we're going to start a movement now. It's the movement to talk to Jacques Tardy on 11 o'clock comics. That's remember, our 2013 goal. Remember that time when you drew the Roman guy and he was like fucking somebody <laughs> and the, he threw so, up on her? <laughs> okay. Those people. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm there. Sounds good to me. All right. So what else? That. Is that all the gifts? Think I so, don't. man. Uh, no, David has one more. David always holds out. He does. I have the, no. Well, you have your from, gift from, exchange. Yes, my, my, from this is for Travis, the um, night nurse on the forum. Uh, he was lucky in quotes to get me as the uh, as the person to send crap to. Uh, he <laughs> has included a note. Merry Christmas, you and yours. Uh, Wife and I are huge fans of the grape. I hope the enclosed bottle is, the enclosed bottle is one of our oh, favorites nice. from the wonderful land here in the Pacific Northwest. We hope it will be you enough. Know the key to your heart. It does. Uh, and hopefully the key to Renee's. We hope that it will be enough of a bribe to your bride to let you keep the paper. I have, uh, <laughs> everybody's he, afraid he, of Renee. He, he, he included, um, the Comixology Toad because he's a backer to uh, Jason Brubaker's Remind. So he sent me the comicsology code for that, so I have the two volumes of Rewind, Remind now. Uh, wrapped up ever so nicely amidst all the packing peanuts. I have the first thing. Uh, oh my god. There is... Uh, well, this is for... Um, Shout out to, to Vince and Julie. And this is volume one Ooh-hoo. of One Piece. Nice. I have the humanoids, 
Oh, shit. Uh, the Meta Barons. Really? Uh, Number really? one, um, Othan and Honorata. Um, nice, nice, nice little paperback. I have... Oh, no, he did not. Yeah, he did. I don't even know what he did, but he did. He's, you know what it is. You've I been don't. for information, too. Nope. No, this is... I've I've had my eye on this for, I don't know for how long, because I have the showcase... Well, since it's been announced, I, I was eyeballing it, but now I actually have it. Um, this is the, the volume one of the Gil Kane's Green Lantern Omnibus, uh, John Broom, <laughs> Gil Kane, Joe Gale. And now I will finally know what the hell all of you people have been going on about. He also included Tale of Sand. Ooh. Nice. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, and, oh, this is for, is for Jason. Book one, The Dark, The Stuff of Legend. Yes. Wow. And at the bottom of the uh, of the packing peanuts, this must be the bottle. It is the bottle. Wow. It is. Ooh, nice label. <laughs> Kestrel Falcon Series Cabernet Sauvignon. Ooh, 2009. That, that bottle will attack Hawk and Dove. That's right. <laughs> This is, uh, let's see, Lower Yakima Valley. Wow, I can't wait to crack this open. Okay, well, I know I'm drinking for next week's. Thank you so much, Travis. Damn, now I have more stuff to read. That's awesome. Thank you, buddy. Holidays are great. They are. I even said that. Holidays are great. Came out of my mouth. You heard it. Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> Celebrate. No, nothing better than, than hearing uh, just happy, happy kids around Christmas. Very the, true. The, the, the kids were freaking out with the Wii U. They were just going crazy. Oh, they enjoyed really? it? Yeah, they like it a lot. Oh. And, and, and it's the stupidest thing. They're making their little me's, and yep. they're just giggling at each other the way they, you know. Now, did they just carry over from the old Wii, or? You can, but they made new ones. Fresh start. Uh, I guess um, video game systems were in the air, because I was. What'd you get? Dude, I, I seriously, I mean, the the woman hooked me up plenty throughout the year. I mean, just yeah, every day. But I, I mean, it's it's. I mean, I'm, I've been. It, I I woke her up to give her her Christmas present yesterday. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> right in the back. And then, <laughs> and then I gave her what I wrapped. Smack. And, and I hope uh, you wrap it. And 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 so. I figured that was it, you know, she, she, she played around with, see, her, her gift for me was, um, it was twofold. I, I, I got her the Kindle Fire HD, but I also included a, a mini HDMI cable, so this way she can watch her Amazon Prime videos on her TV in, in the other room. She just, That's a good idea. Yeah, so this way, you know, so now instead of looking on the small seven inch screen, she can watch it on the big screen. So that was, I figured, you know, and then it'd be a nice quiet day and we'd just chill and, and, and I'd opened up, you know, Roland's gifts and, and, um, and my boy Joe, former minion, he hooked me up with, uh, cause, well, no, cause next, you know, in a couple of weeks he'll, he'll be full time and, and, and doing his thing. Not under me anymore. He, he, he hooked me up with, um, the, the five inch figures of, uh, Finn, Jake, and Bimo. Nice. Really? Yeah. You get yeah. um the 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 um the Jake suit one? 
No, no, no. It wasn't Jake's. It, it's the five inch stretchy arms, and and Jake comes with a big ass fist that you can oh, attach. Oh, nice. And Finn ha- and and a little Bimo, and Finn has his sword and his backpack, and then Bimo is just a giant Bimo with with changeable faces. They're going crazy with those. You're going to see so many next year. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure if I'm going to bring them to work and put them on my desk. No, or- don't. Just keep them at home. Well, I might keep them at home, put them here next to the recording studio. Yeah. Or, but it, I mean, it, well, I mean, it's not like they're, they're not like my little ponies that some people have at work. But the the uh, they're better. But what? Um, but then Renee hands me this 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 box that I unwrap, and it's it's goddamn PlayStation Three. <gasps> oh, you're what? kidding! What? What? You got a PlayStation Three, David? We're gonna have to talk after this. Okay. Yeah, you're going to be what able to do things with the PS3 and and Vus that you'll be like, oh my god, this is Wait, awesome. I, okay, so we started a thread on the forum, forum.openbuiltinspodcast.com, and it there, there's a PlayStation thread in the monkey's room. So, I mean, it's not just PS3. If you got a Vita, if, if you have uh, an old PSP like I have, whatever PlayStation news you or tips or tricks, suggestions, whatever, you can throw it on in that forum. So I started the thread, and people have been throwing suggestions. Julian hooked me up with a fantastic message um through the uh the the private message and on on the forum and he broke some things down for me he he mentioned views and and how um unbelievable and yeah so i mean i'm um all right yeah we'll we'll talk so my, I, my number one advice to you join playstation plus that's what that 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 is what i'm planning on doing i know yeah. i have a month free with with the console which i haven't redeemed yet but yeah. i i am leaning i mean it's 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 free games every month yeah i mean and that's and and the saving and the cloud and i mean i have i i don't have a blu-ray player in my area where, where we record where i tag my art so i mean now i'll be able to watch deadwood and star trek and everything else now yeah. and uh so it'll be used as a blu-ray player it came with nice um, too it, it came with a um 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 the Ratchet and Clank connection, collection. Oh. But what I've been playing the hell out of, because I, I like my side-scrolling fighting games, I've been playing the hell out of PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. Yeah, isn't it great? It is fantastic. I'm kicking yeah. asses. But the... Um, Big Daddy's awesome. Uh, I haven't tried him yet. Yeah. But, so, so yeah, so she... I mean, I was completely... I mean, my, my, my jaw was on, on the floor. Because, I, I mean, I, I've been... Before we bought our Blu-ray player, I was always teasing her that we'd get the PlayStation so that we'd have a Blu-ray player. And you know, because we don't use the Wii all that much, and I haven't thought about the PlayStation in over a year. So I was, I to say, to say this was a surprise was was, was a complete understatement. Good for you. And you guys have me scared. Well, Jason and Chris have me scared. Was that because uh, we got the boy uh, an Xbox, and in it. Uh, came with uh, Skyrim, not Skyrim. Nice. Yeah, Skyrim. <laughs> oh, really? And that's, oh. Uh, isn't that the thing you He's guys sunk? You now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, what do I? But the thing that pissed me off was they don't give you the disc; you got to download it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, right. it's kind of lame. I'm thinking Skyrim's probably it's it's at least six gigs, probably more. That's oh, it's one. Yeah, it's like so, oh. yeah, the um the I just got the Dragonborn DLC. That's that was on there too. Which is great. I like. It's really buggy. It's oh. it's making me angry. How buggy so it, is. it says. Um, there's some sexual content. Is it bad? In in Skyrim? Yeah. 
there's I don't I can't think of any sexual contact. Well, it's it's M. It's mature, so just because of the blood, dude. I don't know. Oh, yeah, okay. You, 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 you get married, you can't even have sex. Like there's no there's not even any. Yeah. Uh, no, it's um, no nudity, no no implants. Okay, yeah, okay. It's just, it's just you know hacking stuff up, and it's it's pretty tame compared. It's yeah. I I don't think he's gonna you know. Good. Be oh, I, I let him play mature rated games. It's just that if they're like I I won't let him play uh Vice City or whatever the the those uh the, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, I won't let him play those. Yeah. That's probably but, a good call. Yeah, but um Halo if he you, plays the shit out of Halo. If you're okay with him watching Lord of the Rings, you're Oh yeah. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Oh, good. Nothing more violent than that. Yeah. Which is pretty violent, but Cool. So there we go. Wow. We covered a lot of ground. I hope it was entertaining for our listeners. It was sure I didn't so. get to talk about the comic read this week. The one single read? comic read? Why don't you, why don't you do it as a, in your travels? <sighs> no? We, you want to carry it over for next week? We, what was it? And then maybe we can get out of it for next week. So it was actually a Marvel comic. Oh, boy. <sighs> no. No. What was it? You're in your travels. That's fine. No, you don't have to if you're prepared. No, it's usually where we are at now at two hours and eleven minutes. I mean, if you want to talk to it, I'll sit back and Let's listen go. to you. But I'm ready. Let's do go it. Ahead. What you want? I'll do it in the in the in your travels. All do right. your spot. He's it's all upset. Stuff. You want uh, to be such a slave driver to keep on time? Oh my God! Hey everybody, if you want to get your books cheap. You know where to go. I've been saying it for so long. You should know already, but just in case you're not paying attention, Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com. You can get all of your stuff really cheap. Simple enough. I mean, I can't put any 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 more simply. Very cheap books. 35 to 75% off. Packed up really securely. Shipped right to your home. You don't even have to get out of your, your house. So just bring them to you. What more can you ask for? Great prices. You could be a total shut-in. Yes. Great prices, right to your door. Happy, happy comic land. There you go, dcbservice.com. And if yes, you're yeah. a first-time, right, if you're a first-time DCBS customer, use this code, and it'll get you an extra 8% off already Wumba discounts. David, what's that code? EOC8. My God, just do it. EOC8 gets you an extra 8. There really should be no decision. If you are not already a uh, patron of... Uh, Discount comic book service, you should be. Because you get your books cheap. What more do you need? You buy more of them. And in your travels, uh, I'm glad Chris brought up Planet of the Apes because I was recently involved in a direct uh, DM conversation with the man, Gabriel Hardman, and I just had to reach out to him and tell him what a fantastic job he and Karina and company are doing on these Planet of the Apes books from Boom. It, seriously, the, straight across the board, Planet of the Apes ongoing, which is now canceled, unfortunately. Issue 16 was the last one. Betrayal, really? yes. Betrayal of the Planet of the Apes, Exile on the Planet of the Apes, Cataclysm of the Planet of the Apes. They're not good comics. They're great yeah, I just comics. read Betrayal myself in trade. I, just got, I got the third volume of the ongoing um, for yes. Christmas. Yes, and the, the thing that bothers me about the ongoing, I think mm-hmm. um, Daryl Gregory and Carlos Manuel have made have crafted a Planet of the Apes story that could stand up against anything that has come before. They did Any, some nice world anything. building, didn't they? Oh my god, Nix is a yeah. fantastic character. Yeah. And, and, uh, the thing with Sullivan and Elias, put it this way, Daryl Gregory, in, in one brilliant swipe, changed Apes continuity forever. 
Mm-hmm. We're talking the movies, the comics, everything. He he just he did this one little twist on on, on a, a character's actions where well I won't say anything, but he altered Abe's continuity and it's for the better. It puts so much more depth into yeah uh, yeah. It's great, but find out for yourself. Read Boom's Planet of the Apes and and the, the, I've the, been the, I've been really impressed by everything. Oh that hell done yes! Twice. And I'll tell really you, really good, really Mark, good stuff. Mark Laming. Who did the art for uh, Exile? He's mm-hmm. he is going to be a huge colossal name. Yeah, I I, I think the man is extremely talented. Um, I noticed little flourishes of Mike Plug in his work, but mm-hmm. it, it's it's it's, it's <laughs> it stands on its own. It's not it's not. If you looked at it, you would not say hmm, Mike Plug influence. No, there, there are little flourishes in in which he captures the Plug apes. You know, the, the air of my clue, but he's amazing. And, and, and you got Gabriel, come on, right? Yeah. But, uh, and, uh, so the Planet of the Apes ongoing takes place much, much, much earlier than, than Taylor's arrival. And mm-hmm. the, the Hardman, uh, Betchko stuff is 20 years before and up. I think, I think, um, Cataclysm is, uh, occurs eight years before Taylor arrives. It's just, they are, fantastic comics you need to read planet of the apes from boom no matter what it is if it says planet of the apes on it and it comes from boom you need to read it because it's yep. they're great they're so good yeah agreed. Yep. Are, the, uh, visually right yeah visually story-wise uh new characters uh hardman and Betchko have created um a chimpanzee woman <laughs> Um, uh, what's her name? Uh, shit, shit, shit. It's, it's mm, shit, oh well. Shit. Yeah, whatever. And 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 Cornelius enters the picture with uh, Cataclysm. So if you love the movies, you'll love the Hardman Betchko stuff. Prisca read, is her name. Read, I'm sorry, Prisca. Huh? I'm done. Prisca okay. is their character. She's great. Um, I read a Marvel book. Yay! And it was good. And um. <laughs> Yeah, I should read it too. This is awesome. Uh, uh, Ed Brubaker and, and Butch Geis. Is it if you, if you like Captain America, um, and you were very upset that they, um, that they killed Bucky in that one event thing that they did. Yeah. You should read Winter Soldier because it'll make you less angry and it'll also remind you of why you really enjoyed Brubaker's Captain America Um, and especially if you like Doctor Doom or hate Doctor Doom but like like reading comics with Doctor Doom (laughs) there you go Um, it's really good Uh, I agree uh, I've been on a little bit of a Marvel embargo here for a little while yeah, it's true. It's true, Jason. Um, it happens. But I, I, I loved Brubaker's Captain America. The first twenty-five issues of of Brubaker's Cap, I think, are pretty close to the top of the mountain of what Marvel has put out in the last ten years. And and I was really kind of missing that that love of of the universe that 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 he had kind of you know pulled me into and. I'd heard some people say, you know, Winter Soldier, Soldier was fun. It's it's pretty good. You should check it out. So um, I had to go out of town for uh, for uh, Christmas here this last week. I was like, you know what? I'm going to read a trade on my way out to, to old South Bend, Indiana, and Winter Soldier is the one that I picked. So Winter Soldier, Volume 1 by Edward Baker and Butch Geis. If you like the first 25 issues of Captain America, 
uh, and just want to get into a, a superhero espionage book. This is this is it. This is it. It's good stuff. It's well written. It's well drawn. It's action packed. It's got uh, Marvel villains and heroes being used. How Marvel villains and heroes should be used. There, there, there were, there were um, callbacks to Kirby, to Steranko. There, there were a lot going. Geis was just he was he was a madman on the pages in this book. It, it's so, it's gorgeous. Okay. I I I, yeah. I really enjoyed that first arc. It, it, the, the, it's, it's the a visual feast. The the Bucky Barnes oh. na, Natasha relationship. Yes, oh my god! It, it's such. It's my favorite romance in comics. You know, I I really could give two shits about most mainstream comic books these days, as as you guys know. But every once in a while, there'll be something I'm like, yeah, you know what? This makes me want to keep reading because I care about these characters, it, and I. I care about Bucky and Natasha and how they care about each other. And it gives me a little hope for, you know, the ongoing comic book. And Winter Soldier kind of is this little pocket that, um, that has been preserved that I can kind of care about with, with Marvel Comics right now. So it's really good. I was shocked at how much I enjoyed it. I am shocked. And, mm-hmm. and I agree with everything you said. No, it's, it's that I didn't read, I didn't read the last arc. Um, so I didn't read his, his finishing, his, his last stories on the title, but <laughs> that, I, will, I will pick up volume two this week because I, I like this one that much. Cool. Um, I didn't, aside from, um, me continuing to read, the, the history lesson on Marvel that um, hopefully my, my my friends will be reading soon. But the the um, I yeah, read another thank you to David. What? That's Christmas <laughs> present that David sent us. Oh yes, I forgot the uh, untold uh, story of Marvel comics. Right? Yes. Ruth. Uh, you gifted each one of us the Kindle version of the book, I right? Yes. I I, to read. I'm like 20 pages in, and it's it's awesome already. It is I good. I, yeah, can't wait to get into like the the meat of it, though. Yeah, once you get past um, Goodman's teenage life story and 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 Stan and and his wife, you you get into what makes. What what went on after timely and things like that? It, it it does pick up after the first chapter. I'm I'm up to I think the seventh, and I can't. I I had to I to stop reading it because of a book because of something Jason talked about last week. So I read the eight issues of that, so we can talk about it next week maybe. Um, and then I read Amazing Seven Hundred today, so there wasn't a lot for me to do in your travels, but I did flip through the second issue of Indestructible Hulk and as much as I enjoyed the first issue, the second looks to be even more entertaining. Linilu's art, it it's it you can tell it's it's still him, but the detail he has in some of the backgrounds, um the the, the facial expressions. I, I really like 
his Tony Stark, but his his Bruce Banner looks fantastic. It it really is. I'm, I've been enjoying Wade's Daredevil a whole hell of a lot. Mm-hmm. This is this is not Daredevil. It, it which just there isn't. So it's not like it's it's just Wade having Bruce Banner talk, and instead of you know you could just switch it up and just have Matt Murdock and it, he he really is writing something different with with, with each of his books and and this is just it, second issue in I'm going to be enjoying this one for a while it looks like there's there's a um there's a page where Bruce Banner is laughing and and Tony Stark really can't believe what he's seeing and and it's just it's mm-hmm. it's one of those things where it fits in a Wade comic it 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 looks great I'm going to continue to recommend Indestructible Hulk Nice. Um, apologies, by the way. My uh, I have a really sore throat, so so I've gotten quiet here because uh, my lozenge wore off. But oh, <laughs> lozenger! I know. Um, <laughs> but uh, in your travels, since we've been talking about a lot of Marvel stuff, I will switch it up and talk about a small little company that's trying to make a name for themselves called Image Comics. <laughs> and uh, there's this creator. He's um, you know, he's he's fighting the good fight. He's trying to get, you know keep his indie book going. Uh, it's a it's a guy by the name of Robert Kirkman. It's a, it's a it's a it's a superhero book, which you know is tough. It's a it's a book called Invincible, but uh, no, I I um, it took a long time for this to come out, but I finally have the uh, volume seven of the Invincible Ultimate Collection, which uh, print reprints uh, Invincible issues seventy one through eighty four, and as I've said pretty much every time one of these volumes comes up, uh, this book, this comic is 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 an awesome, awesome comic, and and it really is one of the best superhero comics on the stands. I, I genuinely believe that. And one of the most impressive things for me about it is that, I mean, I haven't read an Invincible issue in at least a year and a half since the last collection came out, and yet having with no effort and with no recap page and no prologue, uh, I am immediately back into the story. I remember everything that happened to the characters, where they left off. What they're up to, and and that's that's hard. I mean, I, there are a lot of comics that I read that if I go a month without reading the issue and I pull the next issue out, I'm, I'm not quite sure what had happened because it doesn't leave a mark. And this this book always leaves a mark. So, um, you know, it's uh, it's it's I actually own a page of Ryan Otley art from this book. Um, you know, Otley's just amazing, and and this has been um, this volume is just action packed as I guess are most, but it's uh, it's Mark and his brother and his dad. And the coalition fighting up against the Viltrumites, trying to uh, rid the rid the, the universe of the Viltrumites, and uh, it's just nonstop, you know, humor and action. And it's it's Otley is such a good cartoonist for this book; it's just perfect. And uh, I have to thank Vinks because I think back in the bullpen bulletin days, you talked Way back about then. Yeah, Wait, was that about- that was like back in the eighties? Yeah, you talked about Invincible and said that you had picked up the uh, first or second uh, Ultimate Collection. And in listening to you, I said, oh, I'll try that. And I've been uh, reading it that way ever since, which is a blessing and a curse. It's a blessing because they're beautiful books, and when they come, it's great reading, and it's a big, meaty read. I mean, this is, you know, a couple hundred pages. But it's a curse, though, because I'm way behind. I mean, even now after reading 84, I mean, I'm pretty sure they just finished issue 100, right? So, like, I'm still a good year and a half, two years behind the main story reading it this way but uh, it's well worth it though nevertheless it's an awesome awesome book highly recommend it if, if people like superheroes and are getting a little tired like Chris was alluding of you know always feeling like the, your, the book doesn't have consequences well you know I would say in this book that's certainly are consequences people die and they stay dead 
Um, and there's a, a lot of overt violence and consequence to everybody's actions. So, well, you know, yeah, I I think back to uh, I, I had the the great honor and pleasure of of talking with Denny O'Neill <coughs> um, a few years ago, and I mean it was one of the one of the biggest thrills of of my my podcasting existence was talking with him, and he was um, he was telling me about. When they were writing Batman back in the in the sixties and seventies, that there was um, still uh, an understanding that that their audience had about a four three to four year window that mm-hmm. that you had them from about you know ten to fourteen years old and and then they would leave and so. You had about a three-year window to write stories, and then you would kind of reboot and and write them again, and and kind of restart restart what people knew, and and we see that with comics today. And I think we've talked about it on the on the show before. There's there's only so many ways that you can artfully reconstruct a character and reboot it. And the problem is, is that you have old fucks like us that that won't let go of it and have been reading it for thirty years now. And so it's like, no, you can't restart it because Peter Parker has been a part of my life for you know, well, the majority of my life. For the first time in the history of the uh, of the of the medium, you have a generation of people who have been associated with the character for the majority of their life and and with something like invincible that is different and kirkman is able to to chart you know new territory and with spider-man and batman and superman you can't do that anymore so yeah but my question is why can't dc and marvel do what kirkman did um, make, make new characters. No, no, well, I, you just you just answered it, and, and it's part of the Kirkman manifesto. And I think a lot of those a lot of those creators and and and, and Gabriel has uh, Hardman has has talked on our forum and and with us on Twitter about it before. He said that you know he and Park uh, 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 Jeff Parker had actually created a ton of characters in their Hulk run. And and hats off to them, but you know the majority of creators today will keep their best ideas for their creator-owned stuff. And and honestly, I think a lot of mainstream books, you know, and I use that term. I you know what, you know, I'm gonna stop saying the word mainstream because it doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't. It's it's a useless, worthless term. Um, a lot of Marvel and DC books. They're so ingrained into the existing history that they have that it's nearly impossible to um, inject new ideas into it. I mean, we see, you know, with Marvel, they had Young Avengers and and Runaways. I think are in, in recent history the the most exciting new group of characters that have come out of of Marvel and they can't find a way to keep them relevant. So, you know, I think a lot of those creators are like, you know, okay, well why should I why should I give my ideas away? Yeah, is part true. So So, you know, and, and I know that sounds really curmudgeonly and I don't want to leave it on that, 
on that note because we have so much awesome stuff that comes from creator-owned comics, and there's still great stuff that comes from Marvel and DC. Um, it's just a constantly changing and evolving industry, and there will be four guys on a podcast, hopefully... 40 years from now talking about what was going on in 2012 and they will look back and snicker on it and talk about how comics have changed since then. So it's just, you know, if there's one thing that comics always do is that they change and they, they mutate and they, they fill a void and they'll continue to do that. Will there be jetpacks? Um, I'm still waiting for the fucking hoverboard. (laughs) I like to, well, that was Michael J. Fox. Yeah. yeah he lied, too. He lied. Yeah. God. I hope he gets pregnant or something. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Unheard of, dude. You dick. Oh, my God. Dude, that is rough. That's so... Holy crap. I finally, I finally embarrassed Jason on the show. Wow. That is so much. We might need to have one more EOC live week just to... Wash that taste out of our mouth. Oh man, that's rough. Um, I think I pooped. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. This is a good one. Rob C. Vella, what indie books that were never completed would you recommend Kickstarter for? And I think what he's really asking is more like what non-completed books would we love to see completed? Oh, um, easy. Gusville. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. There we go. Yeah. God damn it. Gemini Blood. Tommy Lee Edwards. Mm, interesting. Remember that from um, not uh, from Helix, the sci-fi uh-huh. Vertigo spinoff. Oh yeah. Dick. Me? No. David's laughing. You called Jason a dick. Um, What's up with that, dude? That's true, man. You're like, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Void There's, Indigo. There you go. But the, go. the writer's nice. dead. So. Boobies. Um, wow. Tribe. Uh, oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty. I don't know. I have one. What do you have, Jason? <sighs> um... You know, um, God, I'm trying to think of the name of it. Um, uh, Arvid Nelson uh, came out. Oh, damn. Uh, From Arvid Nelson? Not yeah. the uh, um, the Johnny Depp film project. Rex Mundy? No, Rex Mundy finished. No, it, no, no, no. Um, that was an Arvid Nelson, right? I'm not crazy. Yeah, he was Rex Mundy. Uh, yep. Yeah. A zero killer, that's it. It was like a post-apocalyptic, like like New York was underwater, and uh, it was it was good. It was like I think he put like three issues out, and yeah. uh, and then just just stopped, just never never went back to it. Zombie King from Frank Cho. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got one issue, King Zombie, right? That was <laughs> that was enough. Uh, Dude, pork and a cow. Yeah, that's funny. any of the uh, any of the versions of Wildcats that never finished. Well, the, 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 the big daddy was Grant Morrison and Jim Lee. Uh, no, one the, issue, that's, man. That's the what's one. the uh, What's the Alan Moore uh, big numbers? 
Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I could see Alan Moore doing a Kickstarter, couldn't you? How about Hepcats? No, no. no. Hepcats. Alan Moore will not do a fucking Kickstarter. You don't think so? No. To. Absolutely not. I don't know, man. He doesn't Maybe. do. He doesn't need to. Maybe we could well, talk about. Lots of people do Kickstarters now that don't need to. Jimmy Zend one of these days. What? Yeah, maybe. No, now, I, no. I will, I will thank, I will thank that 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 Alan Moore will not do a Kickstarter. Yeah, you're probably right. You know, j- just for the reason that that publishers come out of would work to 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 work with Alan Moore, and he doesn't need to do a Kickstarter. What? Sure. Vince, what did you say? Well, I, I said maybe, maybe one of these days we can talk about Jimmy's end. I've been chomping at the bit for like freaking weeks. Yes, yes, it's been on my fucking Evernote page for like the longest. Welcome to my fucking world. <laughs> oh shit. Well, we'll talk about Butcher Baker next Andy week. Tom's been waiting for me to talk about the Joe Huber Artist Edition for three months. Hepcats. Hepcats, yeah. That's a great unfinished... Well, no, I don't know about great, but that's a, a unfinished series. Was it Distance Doyle? Did, did, did Colleen ever finish? Oh, right. I don't know if she ever did. I lost track of that after a Does while. Does the one issue of non-player count? <laughs> yeah. Are we going to see issue two this year? It's going to be like fucking Puma Blues. It's going to take fucking forever. to what take a great to series. Pretty though. Baby Machine, another one issue wonder. Oh, don't fucking hold your breath on that. That's oh, gone. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah, that's gone. That's, um, yeah. Damn it, these publishers have, they initiate contracts with us when they publish an issue. No, uh, it's not, it's not a, it's not a publisher thing, it's a creator thing. Right, but the publisher is the, is the top of the, the responsibility list. It's just like in the army. No, when the, ar- when the grunts screw up, it goes right to the guy guiding them, right? <laughs> So if the publisher's guiding these people and accepts their work and initiates this series, and we only get one of them, then it's the publisher's fault. It's to the process. It's it's publishing, man, and it's finish your shit. As much as, much as we want to sit here and say, you know, comics are this elevated art form, they're not. I mean, it's still on the best of days. It's 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 midbrow, and we just we have to understand that. But but no 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 no. I mean it's just like television. If you if you start yeah. a series and then the the cast just doesn't feel like doing it anymore, hey, then you, you initiate get, a contract. Did you get on Blu-ray? What did I get on Blu-ray? Yeah. Uh, from Roland, Dead uh, Deadwood, and uh, uh, end of discussion. Right. Well, there you go. That's HBO's fault. Right. It's, no. it's not the people who acted it. Well, well, didn't they just say it was too expensive? Three seasons of a. It was. A, it was two and. Oh, and I mean that. That's millions of dollars of budget. Whenever you're talking about comics, it's the it's the the advantage of comics is that you don't have the outrageous budgets that it takes to to make a TV show. But it's no, a, no, it's, no. I understand what you're getting at, but the amount of money. Mm-hmm. That it costs to make these things is irrelevant. These these creative people initiated oh. a contract with their audience, and they did not follow up on this contract. People gotta eat. What? I'm just saying. If you say it's a five year run and you bow out at three, nah. that's the problem. Gonna- that's HBO's problem. Got to you got to back it up. I tend to agree. With who? Me. Because I'm sexy. Was that really? Look at all the shit Image got. 
in the in the 90s because they would start these damn series and then after a while they would just like stop doing yeah, I'm surprised none of us said Image United yeah, well I was leaving that up for you no I mean that was I mean wasn't it fucking predictable uh, <laughs> but I but I think I think in comics it's that is the weird love hate relationship and love affair that we have with them is that when I mean you think about all of the com it really is like TV in a lot of ways you think about all of the fucking comics that get published that honestly are pretty fucking mediocre. Well, everything is. There's it, only it, so much that rises. And, and then you think about the stuff that's really fucking good and how we latch onto it and we love it and how much of that is really a small percentage, the output that is, that is, you know, vomited out there on a, on a monthly basis. And, you know, it's not to say that I, that I hate it. It's just, you know, I understand the, the need to create product and that it's not always going to be great. If it was all great, you know, God, we'd be spoiled. Um, yeah. But the nice thing, you have some companies that do back up their word. Now this, uh, I mentioned Boom before. With, no, with Planet of the Apes. They, they canceled the series at issue 16. The story is... Boom's put out some bullshit though. Right, but the series is unfinished and what they're gonna do is, they're gonna put out one or two specials to wrap up that storyline. That's how it's done. Give, give your audience some kind of closure on what you promised them initially. You know, I mean, ongoings Uh, end all the time. But if you can finish them up and satiate your you, the people who were with you along well, the way not, you know sometimes sometimes the creators and the publishers don't always know when something is going to end uh, my wife and i we're marta and i are huge fans of the tv show leverage do you guys watch leverage yes no. yep no. Love, yeah and love, it, leverage. love leverage and i did i thought i i mean for for years i thought leverage would have made a great comic book but oh, it's awesome. the um i was it hasn't leverage hasn't suffered from some of the other shows I used to watch where they went on a season or two too long. Yeah. There there were definitely some leverage episodes in the last season, season and a half, where their high points were behind them. But I know that I what Vin, what what Chris is getting at is that the last episode aired last night yeah and they shot that without knowing if they were going to get renewed or not and so they they because everything my my father kept texting me it's the season finale i says that it's the series that tnt is not renewing it they canceled like four days ago they announced that they were canceling it and they they're still going out They're, they're ending the fifth season they would the way they would have had they got to do six seasons, and mm-hmm. it's still wrapped it up nicely, and 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 because all the all the, the the television guide information, everything was saying season finale. Everybody was carrying on as if you know, come summer it would be back. But it series ended last night. They ended their fifth season, and and it it was I, really good. I liked the way it ended. It it, it was it, a great it, episode. It was a great it, ending. It was very yeah. fulfilling. But but kind of my my point with that and and how it comes back to comics is that you know what sometimes things just end and the people that are involved don't have control about it and it just it, that was that was one where 
Um, Dean Devlin was like, you know what? We don't know if we're going to come back or not. So we're going to act like this is the last episode. This is how we wanted to end the series. And if we, you know, by the grace of God come back, then we'll wiggle, wiggle our way out of it. And, and I think a lot of comics are like that. And, and you know what? Sometimes the best comics come out of that where it's like, yep, they're going to can us. So fuck it. Let's do what we want to do. And there's right. been some really cool stuff that's come out of that. And that's why it's such an amazing, organic, and living medium that I think that some of the biggest um, leaps in, in, in you know, experimentation have come whenever people were, were working on a, uh, on a dead man walking comic. Where um, I'll give one example. There was a comic, um, oh, about 40 or 50 years ago that they were going to cancel. And they had, uh, a, a decent idea for a character, um, that they just decided to throw out there in, in an issue of Amazing Fantasy, um, right before they canceled it to see how it would go. And it did all right. So, you know, sometimes, you know, that was, I mean, you guys know that story that, that amazing fantasy was uh, a title that was, that was slated for, for cancellation. Yep. And so they had this story about this teenage kid that gets spider powers and, and they, they run it out there and, and it, it, it kind of pushed the envelope of what they were wanting to, to do and, and it took off. And I think that's one of the great things about comics is that, is that when you know something is on the chopping block, I think that's when publishers are more willing to take a chance with, with comics. You look at the X-Men run that Roy Thomas and Neil Adams did. That book was on the chopping block. They didn't care what they did with that comic because it was getting canceled anyway. That that took a little bit of departure from the original topic of the conversation is ending a series at one issue and never following up on it. Oh, that, sorry. That's that's completely different. You know what I mean? No, you were talking about pretty. What is it? Pretty. Pretty baby machine. Pretty, pretty baby machine. I mean, boom, one issue and then nothing else, right? That. Yep. That that that's disin. As Jason would say, that's disingenuous. It's just you're 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 just breaking a contract. But yeah, yeah it is, it, it, the, the the possibilities are, are are out there. Wow, almost three hours. Look at that. Nice. Yeah. Happy time. Sorry, I've been drinking barley wine and I got up on a soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody, thanks for being here. And uh, you know what? We'll be back next week. Regular time next week or no? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, All these be. are in the can. Yep. If you're going to have some New Year's Eve festivities, do yourself a favor. Don't drink and drive. I know that sounds dumb. That sounds dumb, trite, but really, don't do it because you'll end up killing yourself and not somebody Sleep on the couch. Go have a good time. Party it up. uh, Make sure you get home. Happy New Year, everybody. (laughs) Because we love you so much. We want to see you come back. For real, Happy New Year. The next time they hear from us, it'll be the New Year. That's right. And don't forget to go to the forums and vote for your 11 O'Claskers. Yes. David, where can they find our forum? You can find it at bullpenbulletinspodcast.com slash forum. With its own dedicated IP, no no less. And it is faster. It is. I'm I'm glad. It is. It's nice. David does good work. 
Don't yes, believe yes, that you're on the streets. Fine. He does. He does good work. It's all me. It's all the minions. So go, have a good time, and come back here next week, and we'll be waiting for you. Because we love you. So oh, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. It is the season.